I mean, and uh, we should be good like that, baby. Oh shit, we are live, doggy dogs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's uh, you know, we haven't played no music this year, so let's do it like this. Give it to him. play a song in the beginning of a podcast this new 2022 uh we got a birthday shout out and this is a birthday shout out to a very very uh um loyal supporter of the podcast i want to tell brian happy birthday and this happy birthday not only comes from us but it comes from his girlfriend kids uh alaya and lex and the love that we love him. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. These are from your kids. A message from your kids, my G. Brian, they love you, and we appreciate everything that uh, you do for them is what they're saying. You know what I mean? You're a hard worker, bro, and we appreciate you, brother. You know what I mean? Happy birthday. I believe you are, if I remember correctly, 29 years old. You know, you're still young, baby. You know what I mean? So just keep on uh, striving to be the greatest person that you can be, bro. And if there's any time that we can ever do anything for you, my G, we got you, dog. You know what I mean? And that, that came from your lady right there. She messaged me, and you know what to do, doggy. I mean, we love uh, we, we we love the homies. We love the people that support each other, right? Uh, that's how we do it right here. Today's podcast is brought to you by Wavy Bar. If you would like to learn how this particular chocolate bar can help improve your mental health, check them out on IG and TikTok at Wavy underscore bar, at Wavy underscore bar. And that is spelled W-A-V-Y underscore bar. I mean, correct spelling, right? Today's podcast is also brought to you by H-R-L-S, which stands for Hood Raised Lifestyle. That's right. Now these homies, man, a good group of homies right here. They've been supporting this podcast since year one, you know, they, and, and so anytime, if you've been with me since the beginning, 
you ain't got to pay no money. I mean, it'd be cool. You can drop off a T-shirt. Give that to me real quick, real quick, my boy. Um, but anyways, these homies been rocking with us since year one. So anytime they reach out to me and uh, they're like, hey, luck, whoopie, whoop, whoop, you know, I got you, baby. Um, so, uh, yeah, so HRLS stands for Hood Raised Lifestyle. These homies want to push a brand that shows all aspects of growing up in the hood. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what that is, baby. Um, some very dope gear that anybody can wear, baby. Uh, follow these uh, follow these homies on Instagram at H-R-L-S underscore clothing underscore C-O. Once again, that's at H-R-L-S clothing underscore underscore clothing underscore C-O. You got it, you got it. A little confusing sometimes. Well, sometimes when they add too many underscores and shit like that, it can just kind of fuck it up a little, you know what I mean? I like to keep it simple and easy, you know? Like my women. Like my girl. <laughs> <laughs> women sounds like I got multiple. You know what I mean? And that is not true. I got my one. Man, my man. Oh, one and she loves me. Take this, sir. Uh, yeah, thank you, gentlemen, too, for the hat. I like the hat. You know what? I think I'm going to start going with the little fucking folding. You know what I mean? Because I, I do the straight brand, bro, but I think everybody's really rocking with the ones that fold, huh? Yeah, give it a little fold, man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so today's guest is out of East Los Angeles. I want everybody to give it up for Chef AZ. Jay-Z, I'm sorry. What up, what up, what up, what up? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Absolutely, dog. I appreciate you making the time for the podcast. I mean, the other day I put up a post and I said, who do you guys want to have on the podcast? Who should I who should be the next the, the next guest, the new guest for 2022? You know, and I had all the the same tags, the same people that people have been asking for a long time. But, you know, one thing about Hoodstocks, bro, is I like to find the diamonds in the rough. You know, I like to find the dude that only has like, and I'm not saying this is you, but I'm just saying I like to find the dude that only has like 500 followers on Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah. And three pictures. You know what I mean? Random pictures. You know, oh, that's a bag of hot Cheetos. That's a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, that's those are the stories that I usually try to look for, bro. Like some cats, they want, uh, oh, bring uh, uh, Young Dopey on, bring... Uh, King Little G, bring this, bring that. And you know what? I would love to have these guys on the platform, but what I'd really like to have is individuals like yourself, bro. You know what I mean? So, and you have, I mean, bro, you're raised on the streets of East LA, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, born and raised. Born and raised, and now you are an executive chef? Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. that's pretty impressive, brother. Yeah. That's very impressive. I mean, if I seen you at the gas station, bro, you know what I mean? I'd be fucking pumping my gas very quick and get it in the car, dog. Going the I mean, other way, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, well, I'm just saying if I was the regular person, you know what I mean? And sometimes us as as, as uh, baldies and shit like that, sometimes we do things to avoid certain situations and we might get out of a situation very quick, right? That's just being human. No yeah. fronts. Yeah, you know what? Um, it's funny you say that because I get that all the time. You know, people people like to stereotype. Not really, not really knowing my story. And, and where I came from and where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, the last thing I would think that you would you were a chef in a kitchen. I would think if I looked at you, I'd say, you know, this guy's probably got a, a profession in burglarizing homes. Yeah. yeah. You know? That, that was my past life, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. I mean, what did it... <laughs> Excuse my fucking uh, horrible sense of humor, sir. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we do it. We do it, bro. We yeah. do it to each other, dog. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. it to each other. I mean... Just, you know what's funny, bro, is I can pull up to that gas station 
and the same dude that looking at me that I'm looking at him, we can possibly be thinking about the same goddamn things. Exactly. You know, but we exactly. really just trying to pump our gas, get home to our babies so we can get up for work the next morning and go to work, dog. You know what I mean? But that's just levels of uh, grown man shit, but we still wear the streets on our motherfucking sleeve, absolutely, baby. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's just who we are, dog. You know what I mean? It doesn't make us a bad person, dog. Um, but you know what, bro? So they tagged you on the post. I, and I, oh, you know, that, that was my nephew Johnny too. Shout my out to Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Hood race clothing lifestyle. Yeah, it's a good dude, man. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, 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 I hit the hit the link, or you know the, the the tag, bro. And I said, oh shit, look at this dude right here. And you had some beautiful sculpted plates on there, dog. You know what I mean, I've never ate at a restaurant that they, they put me some shit like that. Like the restaurants I go to, bro. If if the food is not hanging off the sides of the plate. Then, then I don't want to fuck with it, dog. But then again, I don't have like. You, do you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's just coming from a a, a fat dude yeah. or a dude that just like you know what I mean. Like I want to see a fucking you know what I mean a fucking just a a glob of shit on there, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean, but really on a certain another level of life, like people don't want to see that, huh? Right, right. No. Can you explain that to me, bro? Well, you know what? Um, when when I do my dishes and and you know I start creating. I just I, I go by, and, and this has always been this has always been a, a, a true statement. If it looks good, it's gonna taste good, you know. So I, I make it a point to make sure I go above and beyond, and, and presentation to me is everything. You know what I'm saying? Not only does it have to look good, like I said, but it does have to taste good too. But um, I, lucky it's not always like that. You know what I'm saying? Shit, there's there's days you know I'm cooking and put it on the plate and let's see. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do take pride in in making sure that my product looks good. You know what I'm saying? I take it to the limit. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. I was so randomly, bro, randomly, um, I think it was yesterday or the night before. It might have been Saturday night, dog. This is this is how crazy my life is, bro. I was laying on the sofa Saturday night, dog, while a lot of you motherfuckers were at the bar at the club. I was laying on the sofa, dog. And um, a cooking a show came on with uh, that one dude, Chef Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. Yeah. He's and, a bad dude, man. Yeah, yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yeah, yes, man. Chef. You know? And 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 it's and it's so crazy, bro, about these shows because they're, like, they, they are kind of like, they like crack cocaine, dog. Once you get a little hit, like a couple minutes of it, you're just kind of hooked on it, bro. And, they are, and they're up in their game because now he had it, he had, like, they were on, like, three tiers, homie, and they got this fucking, th this this table that goes from tier to tier yeah, to tier, dog. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, whoa, I ain't watched one of these cooking shows in a minute because, don't get it twisted, like, I've watched them in the past, but just, like, coincidentally, having you on, bro, it came on, so I was just like, I gotta watch it again. And, and but I was like, whoa, they taking this shit to a whole nother level, dog. Oh, yeah, it's intense. Um, not just that, I mean... You know, once once you, you start doing that and you start doing those shows and stuff, it's just, like you said, you got to take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? And and that guy, I mean, that guy will push you to the end, make <laughs> you want to quit. I mean, I wonder how many people committed suicide over Chef Ramsey. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's a few. There's a few. They're just not putting it out there. You Hell know what I'm no. Yeah, this yeah. motherfucker ended his life because Chef Ramsey called him up. You, exactly. man, that motherfucker just like that. Oh, dog! I could threw his dish in the trash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, people. You know I mean, this people really yeah. like 
live for this shit. I mean, could you ever be on a show like that, bro? You know what? It's funny you say that. I got, I got approached a few times by the Food Network, and um, the the filming times were just not right to my schedule. You know, because I, I you know, what I mean, I'm still I'm still in the field, so uh, it just didn't work out to the timing. You got to take like three months off, yeah, and and go somewhere to Arizona or somewhere else to film. So it just didn't work. But I I would love to do it. I would love to do it. I would love to, you know, be on a show and compete and, and make shit happen. I think that would be badass, bro. Yeah. I think we're just having one of the homies on like that, bro. You know what I mean? Just to kind of like, you know, give that steel, give that flavor, baby. You know I, what I mean? I actually thought about, <clears throat> you know, Excuse me. doing our own show, like, you know, like yeah. some, something like this from the hood and yeah. and going in there. Because like I said, people do stereotype you and, and they look at you and, and never once would they think you're a chef. But then they see it, and then they see what you're coming up with and your dishes and all that, and it's like, whoa. So I, I think something like that would hit. I don't know. Maybe we could talk off the air on this one. I think we can do it, bro. Well, let me tell you this, bro. I'm a little ahead of my time. I wouldn't say ahead of my time, but in this podcast world, you know what I mean? Uh, we actually had someone. We had Chef Angie on here. Now that I'm thinking about it, we had Chef Angie cook live on the show, bro. Absolutely. And she made me fucking crickets, bro. Okay. Yeah, she made me crickets, and I was so drunk, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a. I, I didn't I didn't realize I was eating crickets until afterwards. And they're like, "Hey, bro, you know you're eating crickets, right?" You know what I mean? And I was so I think was I faded, bro. Yeah, no. I was a little faded. No, yeah, no, not you, not me. <clears throat> um, it said about six people. What suicides? He was like somewhat related to six oh, people wow. that have committed suicide. I was based fucking on around on that. Yeah. No, I was dead serious, dog. I mean, not that I knew I ever looked it up. And shout out to Casey for finally fucking utilizing his phone on fact-checking something, man. dog. Because when we what? had fucking Detroit's finest in here, dog, he left me out hanging out to dry, dog. <laughs> Fuck you, dog. And I noticed that about I you, dog. I wanted to see you no, get arrested. No, I know that, bro. No, I know that, bro. You like to see me fucking suffer, bro. When, I don't. No, every time I'm fucking shit, I'm doing bad on a podcast, I look at both you fools, and you fools are like... You guys are looking like you're on a magic mountain ride. Preston's like always like, cut it, cut it. Nah, bro. Thank you for fact-checking the once in your well, life. Well, no, I was interested to see if maybe. I mean, that seems like plausible that people could have taken his words very, you know, to heart and have and done that. It says there's a Rachel Brown, a Keith Green, an Aaron Song, a Louis Petraza, and a Jessica, Vo a Jessica Vogel, and Paul Gennady. Wow. Wow. Real shit, bro. I, I, I might not want to go on a cookie show now, man. Nah, you made different, dog. Get out of here, dog. You made different, doggy. You know I mean, yeah, thank you, thank maybe you. the other way around. He's gonna yeah, jump yeah. off a bridge yeah, after no, he's done with me. Dope, bro, no, that you you fucking just gangbang on that fool in there, yeah. bro. You be like, hey, homie, you ain't talking to me like that. Bombing dog. on that fool, yeah, <laughs> you know. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of fucking cholas come out the background, so I was yeah. fucking, you know, what I mean, boobopping that fool, dog. You know, what I mean, there you go. Hey, I mean. You'd probably be the last. <laughs> some about those, some about those cooking shows though. I, I it's funny you say that because I'd be, I'd be sitting down to watching them and it makes me want to cook. I start looking they're cooking and it's like, wow, you just get you know inspired to go in there and and start cooking. Can you imagine you're cooking with Martha Stewart and she's like just all nice and warm and motherly love and all of a sudden you get a boner dog and you're just like, fuck, yeah, I man. gotta bone Martha Stewart. 
Hey, hey, Snoopy did it. <laughs> Snoopy. You know he had to hit that shit, hey, Snoopy all up in it. I'm, I'm willing to put money on me that uh, fool fucking just, just on a bucket list, bro. He like, yo, Martha, yeah. don't say nothing to my wife, and I won't say nothing yeah. to yours. Hit this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see. You're gonna smoke some shit. Yeah. And then you're gonna suck this dick. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you know Snoop yeah, got that player, shit, bro. Anyways, my boy, um, uh, Jack and Coke. Well, little Jack, little gentleman Jack, man. Yeah, gentleman Jack always does oh, the yeah. right, dog. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I was, uh, so we had the homie Cujo on here last week, dog. I saw, I saw that. And, yeah. and, and so when I came into the, our little studio right here, I said, I told these four, I said, what the fuck's a bottle of Jack at? Because I brought a brand new bottle of Jack. My cousin rolled up with a little Jack that I left at his crib the, the, a few days before that. And then this fool was like, he goes, you drank it all, fool. You drank it all. But, but you I guys, said you guys, it got you, drank. You guys were sipping Jack that day. We we were, bro, but I didn't know we we sipped a whole bottle and a half. <laughs> you know, that was crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah. And then we went to fucking uh, Tacos Mexico, right? Yeah. Okay. It was delicious. Yeah, and on, on Olympic. And um, this fool said, hey, fool, you remember getting up and fucking leaving? And I was like, not really. <laughs> And you guys, you got up all drunk and you fucking left and jumped in your truck and drove off. And I was like, well, damn, dog, good, thanks for letting me drive yeah, off, bro. Exactly. That's a good friend right there, huh? And you paid the bill. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, you know one thing about this little motherfucker right and here? Even, even this fool's looking at him like, damn, this fool's just about to bounce. Who, who's <laughs> that? Joe just looking at you like. I didn't say nothing. I just bounced out. Just, you burped. Blah. And you're just like, oh. And then you just walk. Look like you're going to the restroom, and then you just cut right. And then you go outside. And I'm like, this is for going in his car? And then just... Mm. You know what, bro? Peace. I, I, you, check it out, Daisy. <laughs> check it out, Daisy. Oh, so this dude... Yeah, anyways, we're, we, we're going we're gonna to let him off the hook right now. But you know what, dog? I'm starting to realize you're not my friend, fool. I am your friend. Um, it's just uh, when you're in certain mind states, no one is your friend. And that's the easiest way I could put it. You know, that's your defense, bro. But you're that's not, in, not even you're that. Not, you're not Those in the court of law. Facts, bro. You know, you, know you, you always think about how am I going right. to defend hey, myself. Okay, all right, lucky. check this out. Next time Lucky gets drunk, I want to post a video of me choking him out so he can't drive. Please do so, dog. Please do so, dog. <laughs> that, would, that would be a friend, bro. That would be a friend, dog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Chef, I mean... When someone, when like when the homies are talking to you, do do our family members do they? Uh, is it chef or is it just Jay Z? I mean, not, what's the proper? Uh, yeah, not not family members, but definitely, um, you know, at least my all my club brothers they call me chef. That's amazing, dog. And and on my low rider, my license plate is Chef Jay Z. I love sixty four. So I like to go by chef. Um, I, I don't mind people calling me chef. Um, but yeah, the majority of people call me chef. Yeah. So yeah. can we, so I, I wanted to like just ease into this podcast, bro. Okay. You know, kind of talk shit to this fucking Daisy yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, Shoot yeah, the breeze yeah. a little. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, check the weather real quick. Um, but, uh, how did chef Jay-Z get to chef Jay-Z, right? That we all have our personal journeys and stuff. Yeah, dog. Yeah. So you, originally... You're from originally in the streets of East, born and raised East yeah, Los Angeles. It, it it's all started here, man. Like, pretty much right up the street. 
Um, you know, I, I, I have, I have, I come from a family of three sisters. I'm the only boy, you know, um, single parent, you know, mom's working two jobs, you know, weekends, you know, trying to put food on the table. Um, but pretty much I, I, I had a lot of free time growing up, you know, my sisters were doing their thing. They were older. I wasn't the youngest, youngest of the family. Um, so I kind of chose the streets, you know what I mean? I, I had no male figures in my life. You know, my mom was a single parent. Um, so I kind of I went out there and, and, and chose the homies, you know, to be, you know, my brothers or, you know, the older homies to be that male figure that was, that was not in my life. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, that's how it started. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I knew from a young age that I had a passion for food. I, I, I just knew it. Um, when I was young, um, I could remember like all my cousins and, you know, uncles and aunts all coming to my, to my grandma's house, you know, on Sundays, family reunion. And all the kids outside playing, I was always in the kitchen with my grandma, always. <laughs> and and she she took the time to explain to me, you know, what she was doing, the ingredients, and I just I had a passion for it at a young age. I knew it. So, um, you know, I, I like I said, I chose the streets, um, and. Um, Eventually, you know, I, I, I got arrested. I got arrested. Um, one day, it was, uh, it was a summer day. Um, it was like uh, right after school. We were uh, a bunch of the homies. We were, we were taking a stroll down um, to pick up some of the homies that were getting out of school. Um, I was going to Garfield at the time, Garfield High School, Bulldogs. And um, it was hotter than a motherfucker that day. <laughs> and we were all wearing Pendleton's like you are. Yes, all of us were in Pendleton's. And I remember a couple of my good buddies, older buddies, had rolled by because they were, they were going to school to pick up the sister or something like that. And they told me, come on, you know, jump in with us. We'll go back to the block and kick back. And I'm like, nah, you know, I'm chilling with the homies. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, a few of the homies were strapped up, you know what I mean? We're going to go pick up the homies and see what we could get into, you know what I mean? And um, one thing led to another, next thing you know, I just hear pop, 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 pop. And uh, one of the homies had shot a rival gang member that was probably picking up somebody too at school, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, everybody scattered. Again, everybody's wearing Pendleton's. It's fucking, it's about 110 degrees outside. And um, my homie at the time that, that, that did the shooting, um, he had an asthma attack. Like, he, he, was, he didn't look good. And all this shit was happening. And me, I go up to him and I say, give me the gun. You know what I mean? I'm going to get out of here. As soon as he gave me the gun, I hit the corner. 
police. And the police was looking straight at me. I threw the gun. I mean, yeah. they came out like that. We got the gun. We're, we're on the floor, dirt floor, you know, face down, me and the homie. I'm looking at him and I'll say, hey, we're going to jail. And Excuse me. sure enough, that was my first trip to Jewel in the Hall, you know? First time I got introduced to that, to the system. Um, I'm not going to lie, I was scared. <coughs> you know, when we were getting booked, I was scared. Um, so we went in and kind of ran into a few of the homies and... As soon as I got to the unit, ran into some of the enemies, and I mean that's pretty much how my my juvenile hall uh, camp, you know, group homes started as a juvenile. And uh, you're from you're from Madavia, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So I mean, yes, Madavia is a big, big neighborhood. It's a big Los neighborhood. Angeles. Yeah, it's a big neighborhood. A lot of different, a lot of different cliques, um, and. You know, out here, it's, uh, at least back in the days, um, you know, everybody's competing to try to be the best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you're incarcerated, it's a different story. Everybody sticks together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I did that shit for a long time, man. Um, uh, my mom's, my mom's, like I said earlier, single parent, always showed love. Always show love, unconditional love, you know. And and one thing about my mom, she never drove on the freeway. So she would go see me if I was in Chino, if I was in Lancaster, if I was in wherever I was at. She would take the streets and go see me every weekend. Yeah. Bring me little packages and shit. But um, shout out to moms, man. Absolutely. She's probably watching right now. What's up, moms? Oh, is she? Yeah, she's dope, she's eighty three. She's she's. I, she told me what channel is this gonna be on? I said, oh, Fox. Yeah, uh, Univision. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, moms was always there. My grandma was always there. Uh, moms lived in the front. Uh, grandma lived in the back. Um, but but yeah, they they were always they were always supportive. You know, even even when I was doing my shit, man. No, it's it's one thing about about like unfortunately falling into that lifestyle. A lot of a lot of individuals don't have um, you know family support. You know. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think I think the ones that do, I mean, they can potentially. Uh, I mean, it's not. I can't speak this for all, bro. I'm just like an outsider looking in. But if you have the family love and support, you can potentially get out of the game earlier opposed to getting dragged through the fucking system. Oh, that's true. That's definitely true. But in, in my situation, when I was going through my stretch as a juvenile, um, honestly, I, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, moms would be there every Sunday. Didn't matter. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't care about her. I didn't care about my grandma. I didn't care about, my, I didn't care about nobody. I and cared about myself. And you were hurting them, too. They were in pain. They didn't like to. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and it took me a while. It took me a while to 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 realize that. You know, I think I think when I first really realized is when I had kids on my own. You know what I'm saying? And you thought about the stress you're putting on moms. I thought about all that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I I I, I ended up going to juvenile hall, like I said, and and as soon as I got in there, I joined the kitchen crew. 
I joined the kitchen crew because I had a passion for food, but most importantly because when you're in juvenile hall or you're in camp or anything, if you're in the kitchen crew, you eat the best. Absolutely. Smart man. You get cookies, you get ice cream, you get the things that the other inmates don't get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I, I did that, um, you know, through my whole stretch, you know, going to camp and different, all different facilities. I was always involved with the kitchen. You know, this is even before, you know, I ever thought about being a chef, you know always fascinated with food you know what i'm saying so i always say food saved my life and and i believe that that's a true statement but at the same time it's hard work too and dedications you know because there was there was plenty of times that i felt like giving up and before we talk about those plenty of times because i like to talk about that but i like to i like to taking it back to you said you used to be in the kitchen with your grandma so at first, what I mean, what was what was things that your grandmother taught you, bro, in the kitchen? That's a good question. My grandma, my grandma taught me a lot of things in the kitchen. Um, she taught me how to take my time. She taught me how to respect my ingredients. You know, she explained to me why she was doing things, and how the process needed to go to get that final product. Um, she was a very special lady in my life. Um, you know, she passed away uh, many years ago, but, you know, I, I still try to get over there and go see her. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when it comes to, like, I would say grandma would have uh, an RP to your grandma, my G. You know what I mean? Uh, she, she's, probably, she's probably looking down on you, smiling right now, watching you do what you do throughout all these years, right? And she's probably said, you know what, I have a little ingredients in that. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, Definitely. But so when it comes to like, say like old fashioned cooking, I'll call it old fashioned cooking, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, correct authentic. me. Authentic. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, of course, right? Um, but it doesn't seem like there's ever measuring cups. I, you know what I mean? It just seems like, you know, just some of this and some of that, and they just know the couple shakes of this and and it, it's going to come out right. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, in the beginning, they might be measuring cups, but... Once you get really into it, it's just it's just it's just tasting, you know. Like you said, add a little here, add a little there. Um, not like baking. Baking, you gotta be precise, right on the dot. If not, the shit won't come out right. Well, what? Explain to me the difference between baking and cooking. I mean, there, there's 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 not much of a difference, just because you know a pastry chef. Is okay. a chef that that deals with pastries and desserts, and that would be baking, correct? That'll be baking. Okay. Anything that has to do with desserts, uh, uh, an executive chef, I mean, obviously does food, also does baking, but I I have a lot of respect for for a pastry chef for that simple fact that you got to be on, you got to be precise, you got to be the, the shit's got to fucking be right. If not, it's not going to come out right. Got you. And you got to start all over. So and my and my thing, I had a little salt. And it's too salty. I can add a little water. I can add a little, you know what I mean? Something to. You, you can correct it. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So when it comes to a pastry chef, do the little Asians in the donut shops, are they considered a pastry absolutely, chef? Absolutely. Actually, those are the best pastry chefs. Yeah. You know, because they've been doing it for so long. And, and even though you might say, oh, it's just a donut. 
It's not just a donut. It's a I mean, yeah. I, I mean, some places it's just a donut. Yeah. But if you go to those good places, that that that's a. F- you know what's crazy, bro? Is you talk about adding the 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 the, the precise ingredients when it comes to pastries. I'm gonna tell you like this: out of all the little Asian donut shops I've gone to, my shit is apple fritters, dog. Okay, you know what yeah. I mean. So I can't, I can't really think of any time that I've gotten an apple fritter that tasted different yeah. from the other spot, bro. Yeah, it's, so it's, that's a, a precise like yeah, ingredient, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a little pretty hard to fuck up an apple fritter, man. Is it? <laughs> you can never add enough sugar or what? Like, damn, this shit tastes like a bowl of sugar and dough. You can never add enough apples to that motherfucker. Yeah, but no, I hear you, man. But yeah, I mean, again, my my respects to to all the pastry chefs out there, all the executive chefs out there doing their thing. But hey, it's it's uh, it's it's a big difference. It's a big difference. You know, even as far as schooling. You gotta you gotta go to 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 more years of of uh, culinary baking to to be a culinary chef. Uh, as far as pastries. So before we get into that, because I feel like there's gonna be levels to what we're gonna be talking about right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the, the the culinary school we're gonna get to that, but let's let's take it back to to a couple of things we touched in the beginning. First is your grandmother. The second is now you're in uh, the juvenile system. And you obviously, you know what I mean? You gravitate into the kitchen because that's what's in your heart. You know what I mean? Like you said, cooking saved your life. I mean, what are you doing in in the the juvenile system kitchens? Like what 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 do they have to offer? Like what do you what are you cooking in there? What did you learn? Uh, to to be quite honest with you, as far as the juvenile cooking, I mean, a lot of this shit already came ready. We were just finishing it up. So there was there was no no room to be creative. As far as as far as juvenile hall, yeah. once you, once you get into camps and you get into different programs, and the, you know the menu changes a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as far as juvie hall, I mean, you've been to juvie hall. It's, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just it, it's all in bulk. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of inmates you got to feed, and it's just pretty much trying to get them fed. It, there was no really no no creativity there, but like I said, at the same time, just being in the kitchen, being out of my unit, and, and it just takes you to a whole different mindset. You know what I mean? For me, it was a comfort zone. Yeah. When I was in the kitchen, and even now, whenever I'm in the kitchen, or even at home, if I'm cooking at home, I'll put a little music on, I'll pour me a little jack, and, and I'm, 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 I feel comfortable. That, yeah. that's, that's my spot. That's, that's my zone. You know what I'm saying? And then you see, and then you taste, you know, what comes out of there, and it's like, all right. All right. So how how is it? We got your we have your wife in the in the in the room right now. Yes, sir. I mean, Stella. How, shout out to Stella. How is it when it comes like like traditionally in a household? Usually it's the female that's in there. I mean, don't get it twisted because I cook like a motherfucker at my crib, you know. Um, but like, does your wife cook as well in the house? At all, she don't cook. Wow, she don't have and, to and cook. She and that is that by choice or is that like, hey, you know, the, 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 uh, we got a chef in the house. Why, I, why are you going to cook anything? I've, you know what, I've always taken um, that role. Yeah. Um, don't take me wrong. She 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 gets home. The kids get home from school, and you know she does the little lunch thing to get them over to dinner. Yeah. But. I, I could have the longest day 
or the roughest day, and I still make it a point to try to come home and provide a hot meal for my kids and my family. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, baby. And 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 you know what? Lucky, like I said, once I get in there, yeah, I, I forget that you're even the, in there. The, the, the bad day I had, okay. or, or dealing with employees, or whatever the case may be, that's just like my that's my zone. That's my you know what I mean? That's that's my that's my happy place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, like I said, I mean, she does everything else, and and just alone, you know what I mean? Just laundry and all that i mean that that's a job itself absolutely so, so i take care of the kitchen yeah i take care of the kitchen kitchen's mine do you uh meal prep i don't meal prep i don't is that like a no-no in the chef world meal no, prepping? no 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 absolutely not okay. actually actually that's a big thing right now it's a big thing that's a big thing right now it's a big business right that's a big business right yeah. now I, I even thought about doing that because because uh, a few people hit me up i just don't got no time yeah i don't got no time i don't have a big enough kitchen to do it but that that's a huge business right now. Yeah. Especially with all the um, all the no meat and and plant base and yeah. This I mean, if, it's booming. Um, yeah, especially if you can dial it into their particular diet that the individual is on. I mean, there's a lot of people with money that were saying, "Hey, you know what? I don't even want to touch this kitchen. Why? Because time is money, and if I ain't got to take the time to be in this kitchen, and I can pay for this, I mean, it will only exactly. it makes sense. So, in the in this world that we we, we live in, in where we're t you know time time time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I, I hope to one day that I can you know, have someone that can take care of us in, 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 in that way. Not that my girl doesn't cook good, but just to save her time as well so she yeah. can do some other things, you know, besides oh, yeah. uh, being in the kitchen. So here you are in juvenile hall. You know, you get out of juvenile hall and, and you said you said cooking saved your life. You know, what, what, what transition, I mean, did, did it take for you to get out of the street stuff and get into the world that you are now in. Well, let's go back a little bit because absolutely, I I did end up landing in juvenile hall for my first time, and and here I am, fifteen years old, in juvenile hall, and I'm facing two attempted murders. Okay, you know what I'm saying for something I didn't do. You know what I'm saying. So this is for the when you ran with the gun. The first, yeah, Got first you. time, first time. Okay, so so. I'm facing two attempted murders. I'm in the murder unit, all in orange. Yeah. And not really knowing what direction my life's going to go at this point. You know what I mean? Let's let's take the kitchen out of it. Let's take the cooking out of it. At this point, I'm I'm fighting for my life. You know. Not knowing knowing that I didn't do it. Um. You know, I wasn't going to snitch on the homies. You know what I mean? That's just that's just not something you do, you know? I joined, you know, so everything that comes with it, you know, I got to take full responsibility, right? Absolutely. So I, I was willing to fucking take this rap, you know? And I fought the case for 18 months, um, and I was lucky enough to get out. Um, there was not enough evidence, you know? They, when, when you go down to the police station, when you do a shooting, first thing they do is they take uh, like a gunpowder test, you know, to make sure that you were the shooter. And um, the result came back, and and there was no evidence that I did actually shoot that gun. I had it. Luckily, I had it with me. Luckily for that test, yeah, baby. Yeah, I had it with me. Yeah. And um, they, they couldn't prove that I shot it. 
You know, and, and I think back now because, you know, that would have been easy for them to just say, boom, he did it, gone. Let him start serving his time. You know what I'm saying? So, honestly, I was blessed. I was blessed. Somebody was looking out for me. You know what I'm saying? Somebody upstairs was looking out for me. So, 18 months later, I get out, and I'm swearing up and down. You know what I mean? I'm going to change my life. You know, I, I ain't going back. Yeah. Three months later, I was back in for a, for a violation. We're, we're joyriding in a stolen car, and they scooped us up. And I ended up going back, and, you know, there, there, there I am again back in the system. And, you know, I joined the kitchen crew again. And based on the first time I went in, I was a little scared. This second time, I was like, fuck, let's do this shit, you know? You an OG now, yeah, baby. It's, 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 it's what, what do they call it, the HR unit? HR unit? <laughs> Is that what they call it? Yeah. I still remember that, dog, the times I was in Eastlake, dog. Yeah, Eastlake Juvenile Hall, man. Eastlake Juvenile Hall, you in the H-O-R Central, unit. Central. Central, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, this shit, this shit went on for, for years, man. In and out, in and out. Um, I always, I always try to do good when I got out, but I always had to come back to the hood, man. Mom's That's, lived in the hood. I was right in the middle of the hood. Yeah. There's no, there's no getting away from it. Yeah. Know? I mean, you know? I, I would stay in for a little bit, you know, because of my pr probation, but the homies would roll up and, Hey, what's up, man? You know, let's go here. Let's go there. And eventually I was like, fuck it. Let's go. I, I would sneak out of the pad. Mom thought I was sleeping in the room and. I was out on the streets. One time, I sneaked out of the pad thinking, you know what I mean? I'm going to get in before moms wakes up in the morning. And they called her from fucking juvenile hall and said, hey, you got your son here. My son's in the room. What do you mean? Yeah, so, <laughs> again. Sh sh he was in the room. <laughs> much, much, much love to moms, man. Much love to moms. She, the real one, man. I mean, how is it being from Maravilla, bro, where you got a lot of enemigos? You know, I mean, you're in juvenile hall, you're in the HR unit, you know, and so in that unit in Central, it's all the dudes that are fighting serious crimes. Yeah. Like they ain't playing. Like you got dudes fighting juvenile life. You got dudes that are just, I mean, they're the worst of the worst, so to speak. Yeah, right? you, get, you get dudes that are getting ready to go either to, to Folsom or you're getting guys ready to go to CYA to do their stretch. Yeah. I'm talking about 25. I mean, you got professional criminals in there. Yes, and we sir. and we talking about we talking about homies that have been committing crimes since nine years old. Yes, sir. Yes, type sir. of shit. You know what I mean? Like these dudes, like we got some it's crazy because in all institutions and in all levels, there's OGs in the game. And so in this HR unit, you got the you got dudes that know ins and outs yeah. of the system, of the street oh, life, man. of yeah. everything. And here you are. You're from Maravilla. Got a lot of enemies, bro. I mean, how is it, I mean, dealing with that in there while you're in there, bro? Well, I mean, you, you got to represent. You got to represent. I mean, if somebody steps to you, you got to represent. If not, they're going to keep fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it was a lot of fighting. You know what I'm saying? Back then, you know, it, it was fighting. That That's what you did. You fucking handled it, and, and yeah. that was it. That was the end of it. You know, you go back to a unit, you see your same enemy, but it's done. Yeah. So. You got a mutual respect exactly, for each other. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, versus you punking out, and, and you know what I mean? They, they'll then keep, you get shit on by the whole they'll, unit. They'll keep fucking with you. Everybody going to fuck oh, with you. Oh, they going to run a train on you. So, um, definitely a lot of fighting. Um, a, lot of, a lot of nights in the hole. Yeah, the box. The box. Yeah. The box, exactly. Yeah. 
So um, a lot of reading. Yeah. A lot of burpees. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ended up in the box, bro, over a food fight. So I've always been just a fucking kind of like, always kind of like just having a good time. Everything is kind of like a funny guy, so to speak, you know? And I remember I was flicking peas with a plastic <laughs> spoon. I was flicking peas at one of the homies. Mm. And instead, when I, instead of hitting the homie, I hit a black dude from Inglewood family. Oh boy. Yeah. And that fool, as soon as I hit him in the head with that, and he, it was funny because the whole time I was doing it, he was laughing. Ah, you know what I mean? Because every time the staff turned around, I said, you know what I mean? Because, you know, the staff ain't having that yeah, shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So every time the staff won, I get that pee and I'll, bam, I nail the homie. And, and then I, and the, and everyone, and the staff would be like, what's so funny, Baba? What's going on? And the black dude was laughing the whole time until I hit him. And when I hit him, he threw up his little, 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 uh, little cardboard tray that we had our little garbage ass meal in and shit, dog. He threw it up. He said, what the fuck? And I said, what's up, homie? You know what I mean? He said, what's up? And bam, we locked it up. You know what I mean? Pop, 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 pop. You know? And then we ended up in the box. And I remember going in the box. And I, they threw me a Bible and shit. And I was just like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? I guess it's time to pray now. <laughs> yeah. Well, well if, if anything, you had reading material. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was a book, though. I remember, I remember I looked at that shit, and I was just like, damn. That's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of words in this yeah, book right here, yeah, dog. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, and I remember I read it for a minute, and I was just like, man. I ain't really understanding what the hell this book is talking about, but I know it's it's the book, you know. But anyways, uh, just kind of like a little side story, dog. Um, food is, and I was in another, I was, and then as an adult, I was in a prison, bro, where there were over pumpkin pie. We had a full on riot, bro, with the blacks, bro, you know. And, and it was funny because I told the homie, I said, hey, homie, this pumpkin pie right here is about to pop. The, I, was, I, I said something stupid during the, in the chow hall. And little did we know, in the cocina in the back, the homies are working back there, bro. They they, they were stealing pumpkin pie, <laughs> and, and 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 I guess the black fool, or I don't know the exact story, but someone got each other's clavo, a pumpkin pie, bro. And the beef it started in the cocina, and then it led out to the fucking yard, Street and it was riot. a crazy ass riot, bro. You know o what I mean? Over a pumpkin pie. Over pumpkin That's pie, right. bro. You know That's what I mean? Right. You know, a couple food stories of mine, bro. I don't have too many. You know what I mean? But the ones that I do. Oh, they were crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I love I love food, bro. But moving on with your story, so you're going in and out of the juvenile hall system, bro. You're saying, man, I'm gonna do good, but it's hard to do good when you're going home to mom's house and smack in the middle of the neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was what was your turning point, bro? So so my turning point was actually my last my last stretch. Um, I think I did like 18 months. 18 months to two years, and um, at this point, I'm getting ready to turn 18. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting ready to emancipate. I'm getting ready to go back out on the streets and, and try to be all I can be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I, was, I was at a camp up in Lancaster, and um, my probation officer at the time said, you know what, um, you're getting ready to turn 18, um, I, I want to put you like in a home just so you could get, start getting used to, you know, living a normal life and, and start taking responsibility and, and, and start doing things for yourself. Sounds, you know what I'm saying? Sounds like a good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good dude. Um, so I said, yeah, I said, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
anything to get me out of this fucking camp. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up going to like a group home. And it was it was located in Torrance, California. Okay? So from this group home, they would scoop you up in a van. And and then there, there was like multiple houses. So the van would come scoop you up, wherever whoever was in that house, go to another house, scoop up some more guys, and then finally end up at the school. Um so I mean I took advantage of that just for the simple fact that had a lot more freedom you know what i'm saying and and at these homes like you have you have um house parents that run the house you know what i'm saying and i had these two house parents um that that really really treated they treated us like their own kids man honestly and and honestly i wish i, I wish I, I i still had a contact with them because they were part of my they were part of my success you know they took the time to, to, to tell me, you know, don't do this. You know, this is what you have to look forward in life. This is how you're going to be better. This is how you're going to, you know what I'm saying? So I went, I went to this group home and um, I, was, I, I was going to school, but at the same time, I still had that mentality. Like, like I was still... Like, I had something to prove, you know what I'm saying? Um, everywhere that I've been, either juvenile hall or camp, um, you know, group homes, I've always had the leader role. I've always been a leader. You know what I mean? Either a leader of my cottage, leader of my unit, leader of, you know what I'm saying? It involved with the, the committees and shit. Um, I've always had that leadership role. So Why, I, why is that? I, I think it's because the way I was brought up, you know, with with going back to moms, going back to grandma, um, them showing me that that I was I was I was better, you know, them telling me, you know what, you, you're gonna be good, you're gonna be great. So I always had that in my mind, like I always knew that I was gonna do something. But I, I didn't, at the time, I didn't know what it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So whenever I did go to, to like I said, camp or juvie hall or wherever I was, I was I always try to get involved. So I was always either, like I said, the leader of my unit, the, the, the spokesperson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even till, even till now, I always take that with me everywhere I go. But... Going back to, to my my group my my group home, um, you know I did that my my actually my last year, I was seventeen and I was getting ready to turn eighteen. Um, I was going to school my senior year. I got a chance to play um, um, high school football. You know it was all guys. We didn't have no cheerleaders, but you know we still fucking played. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But. Uh, I, I got a ch I, I got a chance to experience a lot of things that last year, but I was still with the gang banging mentality. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know when I was with the group parents and all that. Once we, we get to school, it's like we were pretty much gang banging at school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that last year was probably the crucial year for me because it was like 
okay, you're getting ready to go on the streets. What you going to do? You know what I'm saying? So I, I ended up um, having enough points to graduate my senior year six months before it was graduation time. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that was because, you know, I, I honestly, I love school. When I was out in the streets, it was a whole different thing because I didn't have to go to school. Here, they were making you go to school, so why not make the best out of it? Why not learn? Why not, you know what I mean? Take yeah. advantage of it. So I, I ended up graduating or getting enough credits six months before it was time for me to, to emancipate and go back home. Because once you're 18, the system says, hey, you're on your own. Yeah. Right? So my, my probation officer, again, my counselor at the time from the school said, um, why don't we look into maybe a trade, something that you could get into, take advantage of these six months, and then once you're out, you're going to go out there with a job already. So you're going to be set. And I said, yeah, fuck yeah. It sounds good. Sounds good. Let's do it. So they, they enrolled me in a, in a trade school, and I got to the trade school, and they were like, so what do you want to do? What, what are you into? Or, you know? And I was like, well, I, I love culinary. I, I love the kitchen. I've, I've always had a passion for it. That school did not have a culinary program. So I said, I said, fuck it. So I ended up taking nursing. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I, I, if shit would have went wrong, I probably would have been a nurse right now. They make good money. Yeah, they make good money. And, yeah. there's, always, and there's always work. Yeah. But um, I always wanted to be a gynecologist. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just no one would let me into that school. They looked at me and they said, no, 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 oh, sir. No, no, sir. You got the wrong door. You got a criminal record. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I ended up going to the trade school and I got really close to, to my teacher at the time, my professor. Her name was Miss Sherry. I'll never forget her. Uh, and, and I ended up, I pretty much ended up telling Miss Sherry this story that I'm telling you. You know, I told her, look, I'm, I'm getting ready to get out. I'm in a court school. You know, I'm getting ready to go back home to the neighborhood. I told her I need a job. And and that nursing program was like probably three fucking years, eh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this, I, I'm back in Torrance, California, and I'm going back to East L.A., so it was like there's no way I could get back here. I didn't even have a car. There's no way I could get back here and finish this program. So I told her, look, is there any other way that I could get a job in six months? And she said, you know what? I, they, they would take us to a hospital, Torrance Memorial Medical Center, to, to go do the trade school. That's where you would draw blood and, you know, check, check pulses and all that shit. And she said, you know what? Um, I, have, I have really good friends downstairs in the cafeteria. And um, I'm, I'm sure they're, they're looking for people. Why don't we go down there? I'll introduce you to them and, and see what happens. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking again, ah, cafeteria, I'm going to be able to eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and again, I'm going to be around food because that's, that's, that's the passion. That was my passion. It, it had always been my passion. I just didn't, I just didn't know that. That was something that I was going to do for a living or, I, or that I would get paid for doing that. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I went down and, and I met the people. And um, sure enough, the next week I was I was in the kitchen. And they had me like in the co-production area. They had me, uh, you know, passing out trays. They had me in the dish room. They had me washing pots, washing dishes, cleaning tables, taking out trash. And, and you know, I was, I was trying to be all I can be, man. You know, I, I said to myself, if I'm going to be a pot washer, I'm going to be the best pot washer that there is, man. Let's go, baby. You know what I'm saying? You had, you had the right mind state, though. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, Lucky, at the same time, Lucky, I'm, I got the neighborhood right here, right in the back of my mind. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in Torrance, California, you know, trying to be all I can be, at the same time knowing that, shit, I got to come back to East L.A. at one point. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to make a long story short, um, I got into the I got into the kitchen down there at Torrance, and um, one day I was washing dishes, and this white man comes up to me, sharp dressed white man, and he says, uh, "Jose Zamora." I said, "Yeah, that's me." He said, um, "How you doing? My name's Scott Freeman." Um, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you in the cafeteria for a couple minutes? You got a couple minutes for me? I said, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. So we sit down and talk, and, and it's a white man. I'm, I'm like, fuck, you know what I mean? I think the last guy that talked to me like that was my, my, my counselor at the school. And um, he said, uh, you know, tell me about yourself. You know, tell me your story. And again, I, I felt like I had to be real. So I, I I was I gave it to him uncut, man. I'm fucking from the streets. I'm here because I'm getting ready to graduate. I'm getting ready to go back home. And I need a job, man. And he's like, all right. And I told him, I told him, oh, you know, he goes, what are you doing now? And I said, well, I'm I'm coming here to volunteer. Because I was a volunteer at the time. I wasn't getting paid. When when my teacher shot me down there, I was volunteering. Wow. You know, I was pretty much getting my hours. Like an intern or pretty something. Pretty much getting my hours, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to finish the program. Yeah. And um, he told me, so, you know, what are you into? And I said, well, I love the kitchen. I love to cook. And at the time, I was playing baseball at the school. So I was able to play football, and I was able to play baseball. And he told me, when's your next game? I want to come see you. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. This man that doesn't know me, I'm ball-headed. I mean, I've always been ball-headed. I, I don't think I've paid for a shampoo in in 45 years, <laughs> brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, he says, uh, when's your next game? I want to come see you. And I told him, you know, not thinking nothing about it. Yeah. My next game, he was there. He, pull, he pulled up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, shit. Um... You know, weeks went on. I'm back in the dishroom washing dishes. And he says, hey, um, can I talk to you again? You know? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So we went in the cafe and he said, uh, you know what? I've been hearing a lot of good things about you. He goes, uh, you want a job? I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm fucking thinking like, God damn. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and he hired me. He hired me on my 18th birthday. He hired me. And um, shout out to Scott Freeman, man. It's, it's a bad motherfucker, man. Uh, 
Um, he he he's he's still my friend now. I mean, we we're going on thirty years, solid relationship, um, big part of my my success. Um, but but he was pretty much the first one to give me a shot and say, you know what, I I, I believe in this kid. So shout out to Scott Freeman, but who is this man at this time? Is did he, was he running that kitchen? He was, he was the general manager. He was he was my GM. So he yeah he was the the main guy. Okay. Running the kitchen there. Gotcha. He was the main guy. So it, it was not something that I would see him all the time because he, obviously you know he has meetings and you know checking emails and shit. But for him to come up to me and take interest. It's amazing. And just to ask me, like, when's your next game? I want to come see you play. And yeah, that, he's, he's, he doesn't yeah. know me. He doesn't know me. You know, never once did he stereotype me and say, oh, shit, this, this is a gang member. Yeah. Because that, that's what it is. I mean, they say, oh, shit, this, I don't want this guy in my kitchen. Shit, I don't need no problems. Yeah. But. It's easy to do. Yeah, he, he honestly um, was the first one to say, hold on to my shirt sleeve. We're going to go all the way. We're going all the way. Wow. And um, again, he's 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 my best friend now, you know. And and I could bounce off ideas off him, and and um, I mean, he's just really solid dude, man. Solid dude. Mentor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, mentor. I mean, he's advisor. I mean, he talks to me how to manage my investments. He he tells me. You know, don't do this because of this, or you should really think about that. I mean, constantly, constantly, solid dude, solid dude. I mean, I think we need more mentor mentors oh, in this yeah, world, bro. Yeah. I mean, there there can be a lot of like counselors and just different people of that nature. They can sit you at their desk in front of their desk and fucking just like say, "Hey, man, pop, 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 don't do this, don't do this." But at the end of the day, we need someone to actually like put in the work with the kid, like grab him by their hand and say, come on, my G, or, or, or you know what, I'm going to show up to you, game, and I'm going to show, I'm going to show my support to you, Absolutely. you know, and I'm going to show you the way by not telling you, but showing you, which is a big difference. And I've always said that. I've always said that, like, you know what, like when I was young, bro, you can, t I had people in my ear, bro, ba 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 this, that, ba ba ba. you know what I mean? And, and for a young kid, it goes in one ear and out the other, the old saying, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, but when someone is actually going to invest the time and 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 take you to and sh actually show you, bro. That is a mentor, and that that's that's a testament of someone that really cares for you as an individual, bro. And and you know what, Lucky, um, that that was something that exactly what he did. You know, he he mentored me. I think for him, it was uh, one of those things that that he probably said, you know what, this kid, because I, I like I said, I gave him my story, uncut, raw. He saved your life. He, he he pretty much said, you know what? I'm going to take this kid out and, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to help him. And and he honestly did. He honestly did. So so going back to the story, Lucky, um, I I ended up getting hired. I ended up getting hired. Um, and eventually I ended up graduating uh, after the six months were up. I was already, I was already working there, but... All my checks were going to my my counselor at the time because I was in, you know what I mean? I was still in the home. Yeah. I hadn't got out yet. So my counselor was taking all my checks, and it was one of those things is you'll get everything when you get out. So I did, I did get out with a little, a little bag, but um, 
it was it was one of those things again that he he never he never gave up on me and um yeah I appreciate him for that. You know what I'm saying? I really do. Absolutely. I really do. So he 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 took interest in you. He set you on his path on your path. I mean, so he gives you I'm sorry, Don. He gives you this job. You know, shout out to everybody that's dropping those donations for the new studio. I love you, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? That's Jizzard, love right there. Jizzard, Jizzard. Yeah, that's love right there. And thank you. And I need to know who you individuals are, you know what I mean? So I can uh, properly give you your credit, you know what I mean? And somehow, some way, do something for you. But, I mean, he, he, he took interest in you, set you on your path. And so from he gives you this job, bro. And so what are the next steps after having this job? What are you learning in this kitchen? How are you moving from here at this point? So, you know, I go into this new role. You know, I'm, um, I'm hired. I'm working. And um, in my mind, you know, everything's going good. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel like, you know, I, I found the way. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Eventually, um, eventually I had to go back home. Yeah. You know, eventually I had to go back to the hood. Um, I'm still working. Um, but it's like, okay, once I did get out, I ended up buying a little, a little bucket just because I was travel. I was commuting from Torrance, uh, from East LA to Torrance. Yeah. And so, um, well, let me take that back. I didn't. I didn't buy a bucket from the beginning, so I would have to catch like three buses to get to Torrance from East LA. Whew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a that's oh a, that's, no, that's a hustle all by itself. Shit, man! I would go in, do my eight hours, and and I started washing pots and and washing dishes. So it wasn't like I went straight into the cooking role. You know, I had to pay my dues for a couple of years. So so here I am. Um, taking three buses to get to work and taking three buses to get back home. And, um, you know, I remember sitting at the bus stop and, and, and watching cars pass by and saying to myself, uh, someday, you know, I'm gonna get that, someday man. you're going to get that. I'm going to get that someday. And, um, you know, some time went by and, and, and I would go to work and just bust my ass all day and wash pots and get out of work all soaking wet having to jump on the bus. Um, most of the times I would miss my last stop and I would end up over there by like Placito Alvera. Yeah. That was where the last stop was. And yeah. and when they were cleaning out the bus, you know, they would wake me up and say, hey, you know, you got to go. But, I mean, those are the things that I think about now. And I, I look back and say, fuck, man, you know, it wasn't easy. Um, and, and many times I, I felt like giving up. Fuck this, you know? Why am I doing this? I could be selling dope in the hood, making twice as much money, but I knew it wasn't the right thing to do, and I knew it wasn't, you know, what my mom taught me or my grandma taught me or values like that or, or going back to Scott Freeman. You know what I mean? I knew that that wasn't the way to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, I like I said, I got out. I ended up getting a little car. Um, I was driving to work. Everything was going good. But at the same time, like when I was at work, you know, leaving from, from East LA to Torrance, when I was at work, I felt safe. 
and and I felt I felt creative. I felt like I was making a change. I felt like, but shit, when my eight hours were over, I had to come back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? So, even though I was working and I was doing good, I was getting a little money. I was I, I had my own apartment. You know what I'm saying? Because when I got out, I said, you know what? I'm gonna get my own shit. That way, I don't have to stress mama out or you know what I mean. Yeah. And um. I was I was part time a uh, 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 kitchen worker and part time gangbanging. I was still gangbanging. Yeah. I would come back to the hood, um, and and gangbang. You know. I mean, it might sound crazy, but I loved it. I loved the rush. I loved being out there. I loved hanging out with the homies. You know, late night. Um, sometimes I wouldn't even sleep. But I never miss work. I never miss work. You know? The same gentleman we were talking about, Scott Freeman, told me one day, he said, if you ever miss work because of this, you gotta give it up. It's not for you. You know, and I took that, I took that to heart. And um I always made it a point to to get to work, even though how hungover I was, or maybe I got one hour sleep, or I mean it was a mission. It was a mission for for many years to to try to do the right thing and then still come back to the hood with all the influences. You know what I'm saying? It was tough. It was tough. I mean, a lot a lot of homies at that age, at that young age, um, I mean, it's hard for, I, I, I mean, at that point in time, I couldn't have done it, bro. And a lot of individuals could have not done it, but you found a way to do it. I mean, you, knew I probably by like you said the the things that were embedded in you from your from your 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 mother and your grandmother you know probably helped you be strong and pull through that and choose the right approach from the wrong even though you're balancing two different things at the same time bro you absolutely. know I mean absolutely I mean when it when it comes to like uh magnetic energy I mean the energy was just pulling you towards the kitchen it was it was trying to save you you know but you were you were fighting them demons and shit you oh, know and, and shit yeah and that's 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 hard bro that's tough you know i mean i've done it several times and i've i've took the l and i ended up back in you know yeah. a, a lot of times you know and 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 taking the bus bro taking the bus is the true definition are of where we're at in life yeah. I mean, when you're seeing all these little pretty ass motherfuckers driving them sick ass whips, yeah. you're like motherfucker, like shit, I should be in that motherfucker yeah. or, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's 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 a reality check, and it's up to you to choose different. And I mean, you found the strength within yourself to choose different, bro. Yeah, but but at the same time, lucky it, it wasn't it, it wasn't that it wasn't that simple. I mean, okay, so. So I was working, I was washing pots, I was, I was, you know, taking out trash, and, and I've always, I always wanted to cook, I always wanted to cook, so, so I would always tell um, my GM, was, which is, is Scott Freeman, I would always, I would always tell him, shit, man, you know, I want to cook, or I knew what car he drove, I would leave little fucking notes on his window. <laughs> hey, I want to cook. Or I would leave shit on his desk. Hey, I want to cook. Savage. So finally he fucking got tired and he said, you know what? Fuck it, eh? You want to cook? All right, let's cook. 
And um, at the time, there Bro, was... Bro, wait, hold on real quick. Let's, that, that, is, that is important, and that is very key that we highlight this right here, bro. How old are you, bro, that you have the mindset, the mind state, bro, to be that fucking, like, just... like? And this is a testament to saying you, you've led all your entire life, bro. Like, you are taking control of your life. I mean, how old were you, bro, where you're leaving notes on this dude's car? How old are you at the time? I was just turned 18. <sighs> I had just turned 18. Wow. But, 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 lucky. Stop Ambitious, and think. Yeah. Stop, stop and think. I was washing pots. I would get out of work all soaked. And, and, and it, I was probably the best pot washer at the time in that kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you not. I would leave the motherfucker looking like mirrors. But at the same time, I knew that I didn't want to wash pots all my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were better than that. Yeah. You so, so I felt like, okay, I paid my dues. Now give me a shot. Yeah. Give me a shot. And, and I've never, I mean, I've cooked that in the camps. I cooked in the, but never actually cooked on that stage. In a free world. Exactly. Yeah. But, so, but, but I'm still, bro, I'm, I am still like, my mind is blown right now, bro. So a lot of cats will be like, nah, fuck this. I'm better than this shit. What the fuck am I washing these pots? Like, bro, for you to take that extra mile, that extra step, bro, to put notes on this motherfucker shit, it's like, man, this little motherfucker's a relentless little moment. This motherfucker want it. And of course, he gonna give you a shot. So he gives you your shot, bro. You know what I mean? And, and what is the first shot that he gives you in cooking? He gave you my shot. Um, at the time, they had just opened up a pizza shop. There was a pizza shop across the street from the hospital that was part of the hospital. And there was a new pizza shop, uh, pizzas and sub sandwiches, you know, for like, you know, the, the medical buildings that were around the area. But again, it was part of the hospital. I was still on the same payroll. Yeah. And he said, all right, you want to you wanna cook? All right, I'm going to shoot you over to this pizza shop. And, and, you know, we'll start you off there, see what you could do. And at the pizza shop, that's where I started learning actually how to read a recipe for the first time because we would make like our own dough. We would do our own sauce. We would grate our own cheese like in blocks. And that was actually the first time that I started picking up a knife and started sharpening up my, my, my knife skills. And um, I think I did that for maybe a year. And then it was like, okay, you know, all right. So I told more, right, so what's next, you know? I, I, I know how to do pizzas. I know how to make sandwiches. I know how to, you know, work the slicer. I know how to work the knife. What's next? I want to learn more. So he made me... He made me a, a patient cook. So I used to cook for the patients. This was a hospital. Yeah. My whole career, Lucky, I've been in hospitals. Okay. My whole career. Gotcha. Um, that's, that's how it started. And I had a passion because not everybody gets a chance to serve people like that. Yeah. In the hospital, people, like, that's their highlight of the day. You know, when the food comes and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I, I really, I, I took that to heart. Um, and he ended up, Scott Freeman, he ended up uh, giving me a shot as a patient cook. So now you're actually reading more recipes because you're dealing with diets, Yeah. you know, low sodium, uh, regular diet, puree, and you got to make sure that these patients have the right diets. If not, there could be some problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he gave me the shot and I pretty much ran with it. I ran with it. Maybe six months later, they made me the cook's helper, which was like the main cook. So I was <laughs> under the 
I was yeah. I was under the the main cook. Like the apprentice. Yeah. yeah. He was he was showing me shit and and I was just soaking it up like a sponge. Yeah. And um I think probably seven, eight months after that, I was the cook. So now I had a helper. Wow. Somebody was helping me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so pretty much I'm I'm climbing. I'm climbing. And so at this point, let's talk about pay rate real quick. Let's rewind it because we, we talk about a pot, a pot washer. And the pot washer is probably making like a minimum wage, correct? Minimum wage. Okay. Minimum wage. And so he sends you over to the pizza place. And I was kind of impressed about the, some of the detail you gave about the pizza stuff. Because I think it, when it comes to pizza, you said you're grading your own cheese. Like, I think nowadays it's probably coming and graded in, in packs that are graded already. So you were actually doing it the old school way, oh, so yeah. to speak, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you we, know? We, we, would, we, would, uh, we would like slice all of our meats for the sandwiches and yeah. shit like that. And, and I'm sure if you go to like Domino's or places like that, everything. Comes is in like, a bag. Yeah, it comes in a bag. Just sprinkle some of this shit on, sprinkle some of that on, and call it good, baby. Throw it in the fucking oven, and, yes, sir. and we got a fucking New York pizza. You know, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. You're right, you're right. But so so here you are. You get to the cook's helper, which is like probably everyone in the kitchen's like, oh, this motherfucker got there. You know what yeah. I mean? There's probably a little jealousy oh, envy, oh, right? There was they, all the whole the whole way there's been, even now. They're hating on you, Loki. Even now. Yeah. Sure, there's haters watching right now. Big luck. <laughs> I know, you bro. Know what I'm I know. God damn, I'm going to school with that motherfucker. They man. watching both of us, baby. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me give a round of applause to both of us. You know what I mean? Killing it. Love you guys. Yeah. Drop a donation. <laughs> um, but uh, so let's, let's talk about the pay rate from a pot washer to the cook's helper to now the cook, I mean, does the money get better, bro? The money actually gets better. It yeah. does. It does. But at the same time, with the money getting better, I mean, there, there's now you you want to live a different lifestyle. Now you want to, you know, I got a little bit more money, so now, you know, I'm gonna go out to eat here. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? It, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, but yeah, obviously, every every promotion I got, I mean, it was it was for that simple reason to get more money, you know, and and. Uh, I mean, for me, it's been a, a driving, you know, factor for me that's motivated me. It should be. You know what I'm saying? It should be. Because, yeah, you know, absolutely. The, the, the more money that you can bring in, the better life that you can not only provide for yourself, but for the people around you. Moms, grandma, kids, yeah, wifey. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so if, 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 you know what I mean? We, you know, at the end of the day, everybody is eating better, dressing better. Yes, sir. Living better. Stress is a little less. Yeah. You know, even though we I, always find other areas to stress in. I got rid of the bucket. I finally got rid of the Toyota. It was like a little station wagon. Um, she drove it. Uh, she crashed it, actually, one time. But uh, I got rid of the station wagon. I got myself an 84 Regal. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, man. I, I felt like I, I, I actually got the Regal, and the guy that I got the Regal from was, um, he was one of my coworkers at the time. In, in Torrance, and I, I, he was selling the car, and I said, fuck, I want this car, bro. I want this car. I think he was asking for, like, 1500 at the time. It's a deal. At the time. Yeah, at the they time. They don't go for 1500 no more. Hell no. But uh, he, he, I told him, check it out, man. I'll, I was making maybe about 500 bucks a week. Yeah. Uh, no, every two weeks. Okay. Five hundred bucks every two weeks. That was back in the days, bro. That that, that was good money. That okay. was good money back then. Yeah. 
Um, but I told him, I'm going to give you my next three fucking paychecks to pay for this car. Not knowing that I still had bills and I didn't give a fuck. I wanted that fucking Regal, man. You already live in that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I ended up doing that and I got the Regal and, and that was actually my, my first nice car, I want to say, but... Um, I mean, Regals were dangerous back in the day. Bro. Oh, shit, I crashed that motherfucker like five times, man. And I mean, I, I, three of the times it was parked cars that was crashing. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> serious, man. I mean, but re I remember Regals back in the day, dog, we called them pullovers, bro. You know, like... Oh, no, 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 shit. I would get pulled over fucking every other day. Yeah, I mean, you got a bald head, a hoodie on, yeah. bro. I mean, I had it stocked. I didn't have no hydraulics or anything like that. But, but they, they were still But gangster. the cops, yeah, the cops. Yeah. I had it sitting on 13s. Okay. And the cops were yeah. like... That, like you said, yeah. I mean, that's all you had to do. You didn't have to do much to Regals. All you had to put is those 13 datings yeah, on that bitch, yeah. dog. And I mean, it's a wrap, dog. Yeah, bro, it was white, and it had, like, that cream vinyl. <sighs> Sexy it was it, the, the inside was blue and it had all the like electric seats and all that shit. Those motherfuckers are comfy as fuck a, too, yeah, dog. Yeah, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna I get don't think they one. make cars like that no more. I remember those old school cars, bro. You sit in them, dog, and it's like you sitting in Grandpa's sofa or, yeah. or recliner, bro. You're driving you're a fucking like, sofa, yeah, yeah. You're driving a sofa. Yeah, exactly. those, those motherfuckers are comfy as fuck. And exactly. then and you ain't got to do much to them. You put rims on them, and then you put a system, dog, that the neighbors hate That's to it. hear a block away. That's it. They yeah. hear you swamping coming down the street. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so you so you moving up in the ranks, baby. You got the. I mean, so how did it work out with the three payments, bro? You know what I mean? Were you able to pull that off? Wow, man, I had to. Or do you still own them to this day? No, no I, I paid them off, but I I had to reach out to moms. I had to reach out to moms, you know, to to get a little support. To you know what I mean? No, yeah. I mean just to to pay the actual bills that I did have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, beside the car, so um, yeah. I mean, mom's always been there, man. That's dope, bro. Yeah. Shout out to mom. Yeah, hell yeah. Watching right now. Hell we say yeah. eighty three years old. Eighty three, man. She wow. lives with me. That's amazing, yeah, bro. Yeah, she lives with me. I Are brought you, her. I brought her in to live with me. Now you taking care of mom. Absolutely, dog, giving her her best life. Absolutely, baby. She has a penthouse suite down the bottom. Ooh, there yeah, we go, baby. Walk-in shower. She got all that. Walk-in closet. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking care of moms, bro. It's all all about taking care of the family. Gotta dog. take care of moms. Yeah. Gotta so, did you ever go to culinary school? Or did you just get in the network of the hospital business and it kept you in because you built that network for so many years? It's it's um, it's funny you say that because I've always wanted to go to culinary school. <coughs> Excuse I, me. I always wanted to go to culinary school. Sorry about that. And um, I went and I actually took a tour of uh, the California Youth, uh, California Institute of America in Pasadena. Gotcha. I went to the CIA. I did the whole tour. Um, they showed me all the kids. I mean, I was I was in heaven. I said, this is this is what I want to do. This is the way to go. Um, and I was I was getting ready to pull that trigger. And I don't know if you know, but a culinary school it's not cheap. Yeah. Especially now, but, but back then it wasn't cheap. You have to cook a lot of pizzas to pay oh, that off. Oh, being done, a lot of pizzas, a lot of sandwiches. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't cheap, so it was still something that I wanted to do. But oh, yeah, but ahead. but I just moved up so fast in my career that I didn't have time, and at the same time, 
I didn't really need it because here I am climbing up on the ranks and, and I'm learning from, from great chefs, you know, soaking it up from different chefs. And, and at, let's just say, lucky, I was at the right place at the right time. Absolutely. Because now you need that degree to become okay, a chef. Okay, yeah, so that's why I wanted to yeah, ask you. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you need that paper. You need that paper. It, it you need that ma- certification. Exactly. It doesn't matter how good you are or how, how bad you are. You, regardless, if you're going to get hired as a chef, as an executive chef, you, you need that paper. So so how is it now? Well, how is it? So you're, you, you came up in the ranks the old school way. Yes, sir. You came up in the ranks as an apprentice, hands-on experience. I earned mm. this title, executive chef. But individuals now in this world of the chef world, the cooking world, the only way they can move up, it doesn't matter if they went your route and they learned from all these chefs, they need to have that certificate of piece of paper. Is at, that correct? At least to get in the door, yeah. At least to get in the door. Yeah, yeah. So, so would, it, would, it, would you, being the fact that, so say if you jumped out of your network of who you know and you tried to get a, an executive chef job at another establishment, bro, would you have to show that piece of paper or do you just, your resume, your name speaks for itself? Your resume. Resume. Okay. Resume because I because of the the places I've been and the things that I've done, just my resume alone will speak for itself. And it's a small world, correct? Oh, it's a small world. Oh, it's a small world. You got people that used to work for the company that I work for that are not working for the competitors now. So it's it's one of those things that like, oh shit, we know this guy, we know what he could do. Shit, let's try to get him over here with us. Absolutely. Paper or no paper. Yeah, your name is a brand. We need people. We need good people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So so based on where I'm at in my career, I could still move around, but these these kids coming out of culinary school right now, and when I say kids, I mean um you know, young men, young women. Yeah. Um either either they go to culinary school because they want to do it or they go to culinary school because their parents are telling them, hey, you got to figure something out. And they say, okay, well, cooking sounds fun. I mean. Sounds fun. They go to culinary school. They do the whole program. They graduate. um, Now it's time for you to get a job. It's not easy to get a job. And the ones that do get jobs, you know, they go in the field and they're like, wait a minute, this is not like school. We actually got to sweat and i mean when you're in the kitchen it it it's you know what I mean it's you're, you're you're fighting the clock you're under pressure and it's not what magazines and TVs now glamorize it to be am i making any sense absolutely you know what i mean in the tv it's like oh the chef chef ramsay or you look at the food network and it's like oh shit that's what i want to do until you actually get in the field and, and have to go through those, you know, hard days or somebody called off. Now you're picking up another shift or, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not what they glamorize it to be. And what I'm trying to say, it's, it's not for everybody. People think, oh, that's for me, you know? And then what happens is these kids that either them or their parents paid thousands of dollars for culinary school... Now it's not something they want to do. 
once they when, once they really understand what it's about because it takes a mind state it it, it let, let's be real about it you know what i mean regardless if we're in the kitchen or not you got to have a warrior state of absolutely. mind absolutely right you got to be a soldier in there and you got to buckle down and you, and you can't crack under pressure I, I i think that goes with anything that you do lucky yeah, absolutely. and you know that. Yeah, I know that, bro. I, but I and I incorporate across the the board, oh, bro. Absolutely. And that and that's why. So when I when I see these cooking shows, bro, and when I'm thinking about you in the kitchen, bro, I'm like, well, they had the right dude. They they got a street dude in the kitchen. They got a dude that was down for his neighborhood. And so what makes you think he ain't gonna be down for this kitchen? He ain't gonna bang out with the best of them, you know. And so I salute you on that, bro. But let's let's paint a picture, bro of what it is to be in that kitchen under pressure, bro. I mean, you, we, we see it in these shows, bro. I mean, you've yeah. been, have you been in some rough kitchens, bro? I, I've been in, yeah, well, not rough kitchens, but probably rough situations. Yeah. Um, I think I think what they show on the shows, it's, a lot of it, it's, it's scripted too. You think so? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you want to, obviously you want to put the best show possible. Everything can't go perfect. Yeah. Like this podcast is going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you drop a plate, uh, fucking burn a steak. You know what I mean? Burn so, a steak so, 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 I can... <laughs> so, so, so Chef Ramsey could fucking yell at you. Yeah. If not, it's not a show. Absolutely. We, but, need, we need drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if anything, I mean, um, like I said, fighting the clock. You, you got a big catering or, or you got you to start uh, lunch for the patients at 1 o'clock and... Fuck, the meatloaf is not ready. Those are the situations where sometimes you have to improvise. Sometimes you have to change the script a little bit and, and get creative. Um, a good example, one time we are doing a big catering. Big catering. I don't know. It was, it, it was a, a dinner for the executives. It was something. And the kitchen wasn't located um, where the where the conference room was at. So we had to take the, the food and warmers in a truck and drive it to the location. It was a big campus. Wow. We're pulling out the warmers, tall warmers. We're pulling them out to load them up on the truck. They oh. fall over, big doll. Because it was like a little ramp to go down. And yeah. the guy that was pushing it, my helper... He put he he was pushing it down this way, which he should have been in the back of the warmer position. Position. And maybe. two of us probably should have been taking it down, and it all goes down. Yeah. Fucking my life flashed before my eyes. Yeah. I said, "Shit, we got a big event. That's well, you got to serve in thirty minutes." I would have picked that up and put it back in. No, the no, bro. I said, I said, let's go, let's go, let's go. Pick it up. We picked it up, and and luckily I had wrapped everything twice. Okay. Okay. So that really and foil. It was salvageable. It yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We wrapped it up. We went, and, and nobody even fucking knew what happened. And, and so the Ooh. good thing about that, yeah. So you, in preparation, did you know? Hey, these are things that could happen, and we're gonna wrap this shit up twice. I, or was it just by default that hey, you got lucky? Lucky. I never thought that that warmer would fall. Yeah, for sure. But I wrapped it twice just to keep the heat in there. There you go, baby. Yeah. Keep it hot because yeah, we because we had to travel from from point A to point B. Yeah. So by me putting that double wrap, I, I wanted my food to be hot when yeah. we served it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I did it, but that's what saved us. 
Wow. In that situation, but yeah. I mean, I, I could we, shit. We'd be here five days telling you about shit that happened and <laughs> horror stories. And, and, right? and, and, and yeah. it's 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 stuff that you learn as you go, and and you try to learn from your mistakes. But sometimes it's shit that you can't control. Absolutely, shit just happens. Yeah, absolutely. In the kitchen, shit happens. And and but the biggest thing about when these things happen is is you know of course you're gonna have a little panic within you, like you said, your life flashed between your mind, but you stayed cool, calm, and collective. Good thing you wrap this shit up. I mean, when you're in that position, bro, you got to keep a, a cool, calm head and oh, always have shit. a solution, correct? Oh, shit. I, I've been in kitchens where shit happens like that, and the chef fucking goes berserk. So once the chef goes berserk, everybody goes berserk. Yeah, it ripples all the way down the line. So, like you said, you, you have to be cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, this shit fell, but hey, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. You you got to let your people know around you that you're in control. Yeah. Yeah, we're having some issues, but guess what? We're going to bust this this dinner dinner out, and we're going to sit back and talk about it after. We're going to have some beers and fucking <laughs> laugh about it. Remember that day fucking the woman fell? <laughs> yeah. They're right. probably listening right now. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, shit, I remember that day. Yeah. But, yeah, those are those are the things that, I, I honestly, for me in the kitchen, they make you stronger. Because if you don't know how to deal with that shit, somebody else should just take off their apron and say, fuck that, I don't need this. Which there's probably hundreds of oh, them, absolutely. Them, thousands, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And those are the those are going back to those kids coming out of culinary school saying, fuck, this is not what I signed up for. And now you're in debt. Now you're in debt. You know, you got to pay that culinary school and that's not something I want to do in my future. So yeah. I, I advise people, you know, to take a take a... I had people asking me the other day, I said, what do you suggest? I'm really interested. I I love it. I love culinary. I love cooking at home. What do you suggest? I said, go to a a community college. They have these little um, culinary courses. Get your feet wet. That are cheap. Yeah. You learn soups and sauces, and then you figure out, okay, is this what I want to do or not? Soups and sauces. Yeah. That's the basics. Once you have soups and sauces, you could create multiple dishes. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So... So go in there, test it out, you know, feel the heat a little bit, and then say, okay, I did the little community class, now I want to take it to another level. Why do I love this so much? Soups and sauces. Why Soups that, and sauces. Why does that double ch- S, double S, S S. Double S, baby. S-S. I mean, why why does soups and sauces just sound so just uh, It just rhymes, it rhymes. Soups it, it, and it's, it's, sauces. It's sexy, it's sexy. It is sexy, sexy bro. Someone yeah. needs to make a rap song about yeah, soups and soups sauces, and sauce. bro. I, I'm sure there's one out there. Look it up. Look it up. Look, yeah, do something with this. Look that shit up. There probably is one. If you want to There's take multiple. <laughs> what is up with this dude? Lucky got shooter arrested. Bro. There's spammers going hard right now. They even posed as me. They made an account as me. This dude is tripping. This dude says good post about me, and then he says this. This dude's wigged the yeah, fuck this out, bro. For the last 10 minutes. Dude, you are fucking up the vibe, bro. Stop that shit, dog. Damn, dog. That dude is bugged the fuck out, dog. And he even got a fake Bambi page. Uh, he even made a fake me page, fake Bambi page. Shout out to Bambi. I love Bambi. That's the that's the homegirl. That's the family right there. She was just at the crib the other day. I love Bambi. Uh, uh, shout out to Julius, too. You know what I mean? I love you guys. That's family right there. Um, this dude is doing all this shit right here. You know what I mean? Stop that, bro. You know what I mean? You fucking out your goddamn mind. You, you fucking so, up. So, what? Is there people like... Weighing in or? Oh, I, there's a lot of people, bro. We got, we've had about 400 people on here, bro. But so soups and sauces, bro. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, to me, 
let's be honest. When it comes to soups and sauces with me, bro, I am I am the basic dude, right? Like just like all of us, right? Like we, I mean, so let, let me ask you a question, bro. I love spaghetti, right? I can't eat it all the time because I try to do a keto diet, dog. But I like to say my spaghetti is one of the best spaghettis in the world. You know, I want to say the spaghetti like my my little my little love says it. Lily says it. She says spaghetti. Sp- I, I can't even say the way she says it. You know, kids have a hard time saying spaghetti, dog. It's, <laughs> and it's cute as fuck, dog. Um, but so I like ragu spaghetti sauce. Okay. You know what I mean? And when it comes to a chef, when he thinks about ragu spaghetti sauce, he's probably gonna take a big shit in his pants, possibly, and no, say, no. "Get the fuck out of here." There's, yeah, there's, they use canola oil there's, and there's added sugar. It's bad. Yeah, well, is ragu bad, bro? You know what? Yeah, it's I the love, the love ragu, bro. I, I don't, I don't, honestly, as a chef, and and I'm not gonna tell you that every time that I make spaghetti or any time that I go and I cook a. a not every time do I make my sauce from scratch. I do. But I use the ragu. I use the, you know what I'm saying? <coughs> Convenient stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. But what I do is I enhance it. Okay. So I'll dice up some onions. You soup it up. I'll dice up some fresh garlic. Okay. I'll saute that first with, with a little bit of nice olive oil. Talk, nice olive oil. Talk to me, baby. And then I'll add that ragu in there. Yeah. And then I'll chop up some, some basil, fresh basil, sprinkle it. You know, sprinkle my mind, and then and then it's not ragu anymore. No, it, it's, it's it's a lucky sauce. That, no, that's Chef Jay Z, baby. Don't play with it. Soups and sauces, soups and sauces. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but like but yeah, yeah. Nothing I mean, wrong with ragu. Yeah, nothing wrong with ragu. So when it comes to soups, like let's let's talk food, dog. I love, I'm hungry right now, okay. and, and I feel like I'm in the supermarket right we now. Dog. Catered, we should have catered this motherfucker, we, man. We, we, no, we're doing I, that. I could have we'll, we'll made that happen, but it would have been hard to get a couple of chafing dishes well, here. Well, thanks to the, the Goonies, we're about to upgrade to Gizzard, a new studio because Gizzard. these motherfuckers are dropping a gang of motherfucking money uh, to, for us to upgrade to the next studio over, which is three times the size, and it has a bathroom. <laughs> You know what I mean? So we ain't got to go down the hallway and shit on the community bathroom. And I've taken three shits here, by the way. Um, but anyways, um, and everyone is like, how you shit right there? I'm like, well, when you got to go, you got to go. go. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't go. give a fuck. I put shit in a porta potty yeah. in construction. But why are we talking about shit? I never did that. Food? But yeah, you, if you got to go, you got to go. I never did that. Not a porta potty. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I it's all that. good though. I, I ain't judging. Well, I work construction, dog. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm, I, I mean, if that's you, probably the best restroom around. Well, it's the only restroom around. Okay. <laughs> but let's be honest, bro. Like, if you're working in the kitchen and there's porta potties for the people that work in the kitchen, I don't want to eat at that restaurant. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but so, so soups, bro. Soups, and we are in sweater weather season right now. When it comes to soups, bro, let's talk food, baby. Okay. I mean, okay. what is what is your soup of choice, dog? That you gonna know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to dress, impress, dress to impress a pot of soup for a, a, a X amount of people of your say family, friends, whatever, dog, what are you making? Well, it's it's one of those things. If if you're gonna do for family stuff like that, I mean, it's, it, you want to obviously do something that everybody's familiar with. So pozole? so when I when I, yeah yeah when yeah. I say soups, I would say a good pozole. Like, do you do the green or the red? Doing both. In the same pot? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. You have a different yeah. occasions. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, damn. But, but if I if I'm if I'm doing if I'm doing like a like a upscale sit down dinner, I would probably hit you like with uh like a butternut squash soup. 
Damn, and, and then and then like garnish Fire. garnish it like with a little sour cream on top to give it a little little parsley. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody butternutting in my soup. But anyways, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, that that's, Casey that's, will take a that, large. That's something that I would do. Um, I mean, yeah. Sure. What is a butternut squash, bro? And a, excuse a, my bad. A, a butter a butternut squash is is same family from a you know from a a yellow squash. A, it's just it's just the texture. And the size is different. It's a, it's a different. It's a, it's more of a seasonal, you know, dish. Yeah, but more seasonal vegetable. Okay, you know there what you I'm go. saying. Yeah, um, close to a pumpkin. Oh, got you. Um, flavor like a carrot. Okay. Sweet. Is there any protein in it? Uh, there might be a little protein. There might be a little protein. What kind of protein would you put in a butternut squash soup? Um. If you were to do something like that, I'll probably add like a shrimp or I'll probably add, you know what I mean? Something, I wouldn't do chicken or I wouldn't do beef, obviously. Okay. But I would do probably like some type of seafood on there. Absolutely. Like a nice piece of fish, like a, like a, probably like a nice piece of salmon seared and just put it on there just so you have some type, because it, it's, it, it's a cream soup. Yeah. And it's all veggie. Got you. So if you did want to add protein, that's probably what I would do. I would do like a nice shrimp right on top. So a 205-gram uh, butternut squash has 1.8 grams of protein. Okay. This is what they look like. Yeah, there you go. Butternut squash. That's it right there. That looks like the thing between your legs. No vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about yeah. that. Bro. I know your wife's in the building. Though. Yeah. But, I always I always tell the fellas. I but it does. Boy. It does. Yeah. Like probably after you had like <laughs> 10 babies. <laughs> <laughs> Once you cut it up, um, I love butternut squash. Oh, too. I love. Do I, you? Oh, it's I've delicious. never had it, never bro. Had it. I mean, is that is that a place that you? I mean, do you have a butternut squash in a fancy restaurant? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like he was saying, it was also it's also seasonal. It's seasonal, yeah. So like fall, that's yeah, when Thanksgiving, you know, uh, you know, pumpkin spice frap, fraps come out. You know, yeah, all that, and it's it's delicious. So how is it with you? So let's 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 be let's. Touch back down to the uh, to the soil. I mean, you were raised, born and raised in East LA, bro. So you were born and raised with taco trucks, right? The elote man, all that, oh, all that amazing, uh, absolutely, uh, uh, the food that we we were raised up on. I mean, how is it for you being an executive chef? I mean, it, do you still go to taco trucks, bro? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't fuck up God no. salad, right? I mean, you could, you yeah. could. Uh, if you're not using the right ingredients, you know what I'm saying? But, but I mean, you, the taco trucks, the, the little mom and pop shops, those are the best foods that you could get. And people people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people do. They have their certain spots that they go to all the time. But those those are the real, the real, the real motherfucking chefs are in there, in the <laughs> yeah. back. And yeah. they've been doing this shit for a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, once, once you do... Uh, Find a spot like that, you keep going back just yeah. because you know what you're going to get and it's consistent. Have you ever put oh, any- I love taco trucks, man. Yeah. What you talking about? We're going to hit one on the way home. Absolutely. As you should, bro. Sheep. We in the neighborhood for Hell it, right? yeah. You know I mean? This is taco truck city right here, baby. Hell yeah. Um, have you ever put anything in the dirt and cooked it in the ground? Uh, me personally, no, but I've been with, with um, people that have done it. I mean, that's a whole profession by itself, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to know how to... First of all, you gotta make sure your temperature is right. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Because if not, either you're going to overcook it or undercook it. But you got to make sure that it's wrapped securely. You got to make sure that it's all being, it's kind of like making tamales. Yeah. So can, picture the pot, but now the pot's underground. Yeah. You got to make sure that it's the right heat. So what would be your specialty when it comes to Chef Jay-Z in the kitchen? Like, you know what I mean? When you're going to turn out, you're going to show up, what is your best look? You know, I, lucky I get I, I get asked this all the time, and it's it's one of those things. Just like I I don't think I could ever come up with just one dish. I mean, if I'm gonna do a big event, yeah, or if I'm gonna do like a four or five course meal, a lot of times I like to see what the client wants to see after me feeding them, you know, ideas. Yeah. You know, because I don't want to come up with some and it's like that wasn't even what they wanted. Absolutely. So for these big events, we do a lot of planning, just kind of like you do with your podcast. You got to do your homework. Absolutely. You got to go look at the location. You got to go. I mean, there's there's all these factors that take place into having a successful event and making sure that the client's happy and they keep coming back versus you just doing your thing and hoping that they like it. Yeah. When I'm at home, I like to go back to the basics. You know, what my grandma used to cook. What she cook? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, simple stuff. I mean, carne con chile. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, hard shell tacos. Um, but you know what I mean? But, Deep but, fried. But, yeah, absolutely. Deep fried, Absolutely. Baby. <laughs> I hope my doctor's not watching, but <laughs> Dr. Skowanovich. <laughs> Skowanovich. <laughs> You know, Jack Stephan. Yeah. Let me get a beer, dog. I need a beer. This is yeah. this is. I need an ice cold beer right now, dog. But, Give me one of them tall cans, baby. You need something, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Appreciate that. Eat, yeah, eat. lucky. But like I said, at home, I, I try to stay with the basics. I mean, my kids are not. Doesn't mean that I don't get gourmet at the at the house. I mean, I don't know if you saw some of my pictures at. That, that's, Those pictures that's, are amazing. That's ninety percent at my house. Wait, that's ninety percent at your house. At my house, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's and that's if, at home. That's and at it, home. And if you don't mind me asking, uh, what are the ages of your kids? Uh, my oldest is twenty. I always get this shit wrong. Go ahead, it's okay. Uh, I do too, though. Twenty-seven. Twenty-six, twenty-two, and fifteen. Yeah. Twenty-six, twenty-two, and fifteen. So these kids have an amazing palate. Oh shit. My youngest, that little palate. I'm talking chef talk now. My youngest, that little motherfucker could eat. Hell like, yeah, he could eat. If I'm one of your kids, baby. he just went into high school, and I'm like, you got to get a job the way you're eating, man. But he's a big boy. He's a big boy. But I mean, I I think my kids and 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 the wife here, are like, you know, they're 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 my best critics because they'll tell me. Yeah. They'll tell me, hey, you know what? Uh, either you had a little too much salt that day, or. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. which rarely, 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 you know, at home. But yeah. you know, sometimes I might have a Jack Daniels too much, and yeah, you're getting kinda, so crazy, yeah, getting yeah, a little trigger happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Find up too many shots exactly, in that kitchen. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I I try to keep it traditional. We do we do like hamburger bars where you could build your. I can try to keep it fun. Hamburger bars. Yeah, I like yeah. that, bro. Yeah, you put the condiments, and then they put whatever in the fuck they want on it. And it's not like you're trying to cater to them. You just give them the actual well, protein with the cheese. And well, let's talk about a hamburger. Is there, when it comes to a hamburger, 
is does a hamburger have to is is there ever such thing as a hamburger piece of meat being too thick or does it have to be a certain size because i've had recently i had a hamburger that was way too thick mm -hmm. and 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 it just destroyed the fucking hamburger like you know when you bite into a hamburger and you got the fucking uh thousand island dressing you got the ketchup the mustard the mayo the pickle the lettuce you know what i mean and and so you when it's got to be an equal like yeah you know what i mean exactly and, exactly and and you just get all the yeah. fucking just the, 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 the whole point looky is for all the ingredients to come together once it hits a palate. The perfect collaboration. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you're putting out a fucking platinum hit. Mixtape. Yeah. 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 The perfect collaboration. The beats gotta be right. The you know, the vocals gotta be right. The same thing with a burger, man. You gotta make sure the lettuce is nice and crisp. You gotta make sure the tomatoes are not too thick, least sliced. Yeah. Cause they do that shit at a lot of fucking burger joints. The yeah. burger might be good, but you bite into this thick ass tomato. And, and it fucks like, it up. Yeah. yeah. The pickles got to be right. You know what I'm saying? The sauce got to be right. Soups and sauces. Soups and sauces. They got to be right. So, yeah, it's it's a whole combination of everything coming together once you actually taste it and it hits your palate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What I do at home, I buy 80-20 ground beef. I buy 80-20 ground beef. I don't do, I don't, I don't, but the 70-30 will get you fucking, no, go yeah, ahead. Well, you, get a little, you get a little bit more. It depends how, how and you're right. Shit, you, you do have a little shit for you. No, no, love. I'm just talking but, shit, but, Because but, my girl gets mad when no, I get the 70-30. She's like, what no, are you tripping? You, like, no, you know? but for different dishes, you do want that little extra grease or you want it a little extra lean. And that's you what do, it is. You yeah. do, but I do a 80-20 every time on the burger. And what I do is just grab a piece, smash it. We call them smash burgers at the house. I think there's a restaurant called yeah, Smash Burgers. So if you're listening to Smash Burgers, that's a, yeah. that's a plug right there. But yeah. we just smash them. Thin. And a little lorry seasoning, a little fresh cracked pepper. When you put the cheese. And then I like to add bacon. Applewood bacon. <sighs> avocado. <sighs> lettuce, tomato. And then we do our own. Thousand Island at the house, which is which is basic. It's what do you mean, own Thousand Island? Are we making it? We making it at home. Oh, you making it at yeah, home? Yeah. Fresh Thousand Island? Really simple. How you do that? Hey, you get the mayonnaise, ketchup, relish, and I like to add a little bit of uh, fresh cracked pepper. And the last ingredient, I'm not gonna give it to you because <laughs> the last ingredient was the real one, bro. But the, but the last ingredient is the main one. So yeah, I know, I know, because yeah. you said you said. Wait, wait, what did he say? Hold on. He said mayonnaise, ketchup, cracked pepper. Relish. 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 Yeah. And, and then, then the last ingredients. Yeah, last the last ingredients. What would be the last ingredients? Because it had to give Let's it that see. pink flavor. No. No, no, no. The ketchup does that. Yeah. Yeah. The ketchup does that. Hmm. What he may put, maybe he would put a little bit of mustard. Who knows if he wants tartness. I like um, mustard. I like tartness. May, yeah. but, 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 but you got to understand that the Thousand Island is sweet. Yeah, yeah. So you got to stay sweet. So even if, I'm not saying that's what it is, but even if you do put a mustard, it's got to be a honey mustard. Or mm, a, yeah, something uh, to complement that. Yeah, yeah. That we, could talk, we could talk once the podcast is over. I'll give you guys the last <laughs> ingredient, but <laughs> I don't want the million of viewers right now to, to try to duplicate my sauce. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely I could not, give you the, I could give you the recipe, but you'll never get my sauce. 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? I'm not mad at that because I got a boy, uh, Burst Rock. Shout out to Burst Rock. He's got Taco Junkies. And one time. Taco Junkies. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, and yeah. one time my boy Burst Rock came to the crib and I said, bro, so my cu- my son was trying to start a little taco thing, blah, blah, blah. And I said, these fools need to learn how to make salsa, dog. Oh, that's the, a key ingredient. Yeah, that's the main thing on on, on, on Soups on and tacos, sauces, right? baby. Yeah. And so my boy Burst. Shirts. shirts soups and sauces. Yeah, that's what, that's next with you, baby. We got to get that cracking. Yes, sir. Um, but anyway, so he said, I'm going to come and show you guys the basics, but I'm not going to give you my last ingredient. And so he came and showed my son the basics and it was cool, bro, but it was missing the last ingredients. Right. You know, and, and I'm not mad at that, bro. You know what I mean? Because, um, not everybody can get the key ingredients, dog. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and motherfuckers got to hold their value, dog. And I love yeah. that dog. Um, so where are we at? So I was looking at your Instagram, bro. And I seen you driving a fucking bus, bro. I was like, whoa, that's like a fucking fucking quarter million million tour bus. Yeah, what was that, bro? Yeah, that's actually uh, Scott Freeman's. It's my boss's. Wow. We took it out for a dip that day. We went to go put gas. I mean, I think we put uh, $100 in the tank and it didn't even fade it. It didn't even move the. That's like putting $5 in the truck. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's, that's not mine. Um, okay. That's my boss's, uh, my mentor, my best friend. That's his. Um, it's a it's a beautiful shit fucking tour bus, man. The fucking leather and yeah, he he yeah. So I but so, but, but 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 lucky. Let me tell go, you something. Let me tell you something. Go ahead. As far as for for people that do have RVs or people that do want to buy RVs, I mean that's a luxury RV. That that's a that's something that. Cream we, of the crop. We, we could take this fucking podcast on the tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? And hit city to city and live comfortable. With it has a washer and dryer. It has <laughs> it has it all. You could do you you could cook gourmet meals off of that. I mean, serious. You yeah. could put up some shit. It's got like fucking Wow. Five TVs in that motherfucker. It's amazing. But I've honestly and I, I'm I'm sure Scott's listening. Um I I come to a conclusion that you don't have to own an RV. You just gotta know somebody that has one. <laughs> I knew you were saying You know what I'm saying? Dog. Because honestly, how many times do you fucking take the RV out? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And how many times you got a driveway long enough for that bitch? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You gotta store that bitch. Yeah. I mean, no, I, you, gotta, can... you gotta store it. And not yeah. only do you gotta store it, you gotta store it indoor so it doesn't fuck up the paint and fuck yeah. up the. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's, it's a second home. I mean, it's a it's considered a second home because it has a restroom and a shower. I mean, there's levels in life, baby. Tax write off. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's 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 most definitely a tax yeah, write off. Yeah. And and so I was also, I was looking through your Instagram and I seen you sitting at something that I am very comfortable looking at is prints. You were looking at construction prints. I mean, what do you have going on right now? Are you got? Do you have a restaurant going on? What do you have going on, bro? Uh, so the whole the whole thing behind the prints and the whole thing behind um, that whole part of the business is that maybe last last year I I kind of semi retired from from chef. Those roles, those cooking, actually being in the kitchen every day and. And managing people and and doing schedules and I I kind of I kind of went away from that. Okay. Um, and at the time I thought that I was gonna go away from it completely, but it just when you think you're out, 
fucking sucks you back in. You know what I'm saying? But I, I took this different um I took this different project on. I I I I'm actually a um a consultant. Quality consultant is my title. Um, outside of what I do from chefing. So so what what actually my role is 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 we're going in and like we're <coughs> we're redesigning kitchens. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. We're going in and <coughs> redesigning kitchens and, and like making them more modern, more state of the art. Like I'm talking about these old kitchens that were built in, in some of these hospitals back in the days. So we're going in there now and we're seeing, okay, so what's what's new? What's out there popping? What are the new brands? What are people, you know, people are eating different now than they did back in the days. Yeah, absolutely. So so what my job is, is I go into these kitchens and being that I was or I am an executive chef, I have a better vision of, okay, the grill needs to be here because the deep fryer's over here. And the flow is gonna go this way, and we don't want people crisscrossing. Exactly. Yeah. Before it was all the engineers that did that, and they're, they're construction people. Nothing about nothing. They had no. Yeah, they had. They know nothing about no, a kitchen. No knowledge of a kitchen or what the chef needs or. And yeah, was, they, and, they, they, they were eating their lunch off a microwave yes, while designing this. Yes. Go and, ahead. And there was no. There was no input from a chef to say, okay, could I see the blueprints? Yeah. Could I see what? What you guys are designing for me, if to even see if it's gonna work for me, you know, to to put out the type of meals that I want to put out from this kitchen. So, so now what 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 I'm doing is I'm going in there and and I'm looking at the blueprints and I'm working with the construction teams and and now we're like moving shit around. Um, just recently, the other day, um, there's a new uh, coffee shop that we're turning into a, a like a it's called Tres Habaneros. It's it's a like a Chipotle, basically. Yeah. Okay. I've heard so, of that place. I've seen it. Yeah. So um, we went in there. We saw the blueprints, and we noticed that there was no um, fountain drink machine. Yeah. So we had to go back to the designer and say, you know what? We need to add a... And that made it a big thing because now you have to run wires for all the soda, you know, for the CO2, for the... Yeah. So that was something that we caught because... Once it was all designed, it would have been harder to go back in and put a soda machine. Yeah, let's catch sure. it before, you know, it's designed. So, pretty much, I'm a um, quality consultant is my title. I mean, I would call it an enge- an engineer chef. Yeah, chef engineer now. But 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 lucky, this is all new to me. I'm, and this I'm, is- I'm learning. Um, I got to sit on uh, conference calls, um, uh, construction calls, and. You got to put your input where we at, and the main thing is you you gotta you gotta beat your deadline. So if they say okay, with this new thing we're doing, you got six weeks to do it. You got to make sure that all the right equipment's coming in, the POS systems for the registers. You got to make sure the steam tables, and you know, right now with everything, the shipping and everything, it's fucking crazy. There's yeah. shit sitting out in the fucking water. Or it might be sitting in Boyle Heights along the fucking east uh, Boyle Heights. Yep. You, you see those trains broken, yep. broken yep. into. Yep. 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 I mean, Casey was wondering what happened to his fucking. Uh, what was that mechanical thing that you ordered online? Anyways, can't say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I get it, bro. And and that's a testament to the story that you've sh- uh, shared here on the podcast, bro. That you are forever pressing the limits, right? 
you know you, well, you, you you're always you, you're always reaching for the stars yeah, baby you you, you want to see i think i think as you get older you want to see um what else you could add to your resume you know how how could i work um smarter not harder you know what i'm saying yeah so so i mean i do go in the kitchen still but it's maybe one day out of the week yeah just to support or to work with the chefs but you know probably four days out of the week i i'm sh shirt and tie you know that's amazing bro i go in there and i you know so now, now 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 lucky we're, we're going in there and and we're sitting in, in business meetings and we're talking to executives, you know? And, not, how, not, and how are these executives when they see this bald-headed dude coming well, in? Well, again, I mean, they, they, <laughs> everybody always judges a book by its color. But but nowadays, everybody's bald, so, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for and, sure. And one thing, too, that, um, you know, I was, I'm not, I'm not sleep down. Yeah. But that was one thing that, that going back to, to Scott Freeman, that was one thing that he told me from the get-go. He goes, and this is years ago. This is probably 25 years ago. He told me, he goes, I, I, I know your lifestyle. I, I know what you've done. And I know what we're trying to get. But if you ever get tattoos here or here, or it, it's going to be harder for me to sell you to the client. Yeah. And I always took that into heart. I mean, I got my mom's name here and I think that's all I got, but even if I'm wearing a long sleeve or a chef coat, I mean, it covers it. You so know, that's but, a good but, man right there. I mean, it, it's different now because tattoos are acceptable. Yeah, opposed you know? to back in the uh, day. Back in the days, yeah. like they see you, you're a fucking outcast. Yeah, not everybody and their mama got them, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? the fucking doctors that are operating on you got them. Yeah, for sure. You bro. know what I'm saying? So um, that was one thing that I always took to heart. He always told me that. He said, yeah, it, it's going to be harder for me to promote you. you it, it's like a career-limited move. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, well, that's where you stay. Well, it comes, and let's speak about that, bro. Especially with the homies that are in the acting world. There's a lot of homies that are doing acting roles, bro. And they're they're like a, a I don't mean no disrespect on this, but it's kind of like when you tattoo yourself up and shit like that, or you yeah. come into and with tattoos, you're kind of like a one trick pony. What are we gonna do with you? We're gonna put you as a fucking uh, a convict. We're gonna put you as a only, as there, a bad guy. There's only limited roles for you. Yeah, dog. And so if if you are a homie and you don't have all the visible tattoos, then you can possibly be somebody else. You can play a, a police officer, a correctional officer. Exactly. You can, you can exactly. play any any fucking role and shit. You know exactly. what I mean? You know. But let's talk about your low when it comes to low riding. Yes, sir. Let's, let's talk about the low riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So how did you get into low riding? So, um, I mean, I've always been fascinated with the culture. I've always, I mean, thought that, you know, those cars were beautiful, sexy. And as a young kid, I always, I mean, I had a lot of uncles that had them. And I remember one of my uncles, he used to scoop me up. He had a 6'4 Impala hardtop. And uh, he was he would scoop me up, and we would go just just to the liquor store. You know what I'm saying? And and just to see like the heads turn, it was like it was something special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I always knew that I wanted one, but I mean lowrider's not cheap. I mean nah. especially now. So I was able to purchase mine like right before. Um, COVID started, you know, and at that time I paid 25K for mine. What do you got? I have a 64 Chevy Impala 
Is it that uh, gold one? It's silver, pewter. Oh, it's silver, silver yeah. No, the silver yeah, one, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, guys. silver. It's, um, like, it's like a hard top, right? Yeah, hard top. It's, it's, hard it's got... Um, it's the uh, one in the picture that we did for the promo, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That shit is tight, though. It's got... Um, thank you. It's got, um, you know, basic setup. It's got two pumps, eight batteries, uh, front, back, side, to side. You know what I'm saying? But I, for, when I bought it prior to, prior, prior to COVID, right when COVID started, 25K, and I... I was saying, fuck, at that time, I was thinking, fuck, that's a lot of fucking money, you know? But I wanted it, you know? And I ended up doing it. I pulled the trigger. I said, fuck it, I'm going to do it, you know? I worked so hard, I got to treat myself, you know? Yeah. And at the same time, I was thinking, you know, knowing the culture, I was thinking, fuck, this this probably be a good way for, for to get the family together and do cruises and, you know, hang out on a Sunday afternoon, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So taking all that into mind like i said i pulled the trigger I, I don't even think i asked the wife i just said fuck it i i i went i took out the cash from the bank i took it to the guy cash cash and he was counting it we went to inglewood i told my wife nobody comes out here until i come out here to get the cash if anybody else comes out here don't give it to them drive away yeah because i didn't you know me i didn't know the people at the time yeah you gotta move like that yes huh? sir but uh we, we we made the deal happen. The guy fucking's counting the cash. He's like, fuck, why didn't you fucking just wire it to me? You know what I'm saying? It would have been easier. I was thinking, fuck, man. Now you tell me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I did end up purchasing the, the 64 Impala. And um, honestly, I think that's uh, one of the best purchases I've, I've made besides my home. You know? Because yeah. because just because of the, the history behind it and... and you know the whole culture, and it was something that I wanted as a kid. And I mean, and, I mean it's a represent, it's a representation of where you were born and raised. Well, it's your, the culture, your, right? your car is a reflection of you, and it doesn't have to be a lowrider. Whatever car you're driving, I honestly believe your car is a reflection of you. So if your car looks good, you're gonna look good. So let me ask you a question: This man right here, our photographer Preston. Yes, sir. Drives a Prius. Okay. So red, a uh, red Prius. I think though. I saw it out there. Yeah, I mean, so what would you? T what is the take when it comes to your car is a reflection of the individual? He drives a Prius. What, what would you say on that? Like, and be a, be brutally honest. It's all good. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I, honest. With I, I really you because want you to shit on him. I'm gonna no no. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you because I don't know the history behind the Prius. If you told me, okay, he drives a 62 or a 63, I would, okay, well, this guy's laid back. Or, But if if you were to ask me a Prius, I would say, fuck, oh, this guy's living on the fast lane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> More like the bus lane. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I feel that, too. I feel like a car is a reflection of the man. So let me let me tell you this. Let's And I think this is a really good subject, dog. When it comes to the car reflecting as the individual, so, so being the fact I work construction, I, I we call these gas savers, right? You know what I mean? When you're always commuting, you buy yourself. Oh yeah. You buy yourself. I got a, a few of those. Yeah, you buy yourself a gas saver. So I had a Ford Focus that I fucking rear-ended somebody in very bad because I was looking at fucking. Uh, oh man, I was looking at fucking uh, uh, mogul space. No, I was looking at fucking. Uh, what what is it? Not the Instagram, the other one, um, huh? Not Facebook. Um, anyways, I was looking at a social media site, 
And, and and honestly, my girl might be watching right now, but I've seen the biggest breast that I've ever seen. And, and I was like, God damn it. You know what I mean? And then, bah! You know what I mean? I rear-ended the fuck out of somebody. You know what I mean? My girl doesn't know that I've seen some breasts. Now she does. Yeah, she does now. You know what I mean? But it's okay. Because I, I, I'm transparent, and I'm transparent to a point that you might hear. So I'm so transparent that you might hear it till like three years later. I mean, were they finger licking good? <laughs> but but so Can't anyway, crash, yeah. But but, but, but that, that's a little that's a little that R.I.P. to that gas saver, that Ford Focus. But so I've had gas savers, bro, and they came to a point where I was commuting so much, bro. And then I had this Honda Civic that I sold to my homeboy Smiley's daughter. And anyways, I've had gas savers, but I'll, when you want a gas saver, bro, motherfuckers look at you, dog, and and maybe looking at you disrespectful sometimes, dog. Like homie, like you and that, you looking all trying to look all hard in that motherfucking Honda nineteen two thousand and three Honda Civic. Shut up, fool. Get the fuck out my way. Like you don't get no respect in the road, dog. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but but sometimes they don't know what you have in the garage. Exactly, and I feel you on that. So it came a point where I got my money up. I got my money up, and um. And, and so I started driving my truck. I have a truck. I have a beautiful truck, dog. You know what I mean? That I, I had kept in the driveway at the time because I was like, oh, this shit's too expensive to drive. But then I got my money up and I was like, well, it's expensive to drive, but I can afford it now. So now I drive my truck and I feel so good driving in my truck, even though when I'm commuting and I'm like, well, this is taking a lot of gas. You know what I mean? But I feel good about taking all this gas, bro. You know what I mean? Because I feel good about myself. I mean, a man... And so I have this dude that I work with. Uh, he's a foreman, and he drives a piece of shit car. And he talks about, he's like, oh, uh, someone left a note on my car saying they wanted to buy my car. I'm like, shut the fuck up, fool. Ain't nobody want to buy that piece of shit, dog. Because he's trying to justify his all the money that he makes and for him having that in the construction parking lot, dog. And it's like, bro, that is a piece of shit, dog. You know what I mean? And that's a reflection of you. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. Yes, sir. Um, and, and and that's all I'm gonna say. I, I, I'm talking shit right now, but let's be real about it, dog. Let's. I mean, drive a car that you feel good about yourself, Absolutely. bro. Absolutely. You know that it's a reflection Absolutely. of yourself, bro. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, if oh. you make a ton of money, why are you driving a little piece of shit, beat up ass motherfucking oh, car, oh, bro? Oh, or lucky, at least make sure it's clean. At least make sure that motherfucker. Like you clean. know, it's super clean. Yes, this sir. thing ain't even super clean. It's beat up, make got sure dents on it, homie. Make sure the hood caps are clean. Yeah, sure yeah. Like, like, yeah. okay. So this is a gas saver. It's an old school car or new school car, whatever the fuck. But it is cherry. Yes, sir. Then I'm good with that, bro. Mm -hmm. But anyways, like, I feel like yeah, a car is a reflection of yourself, it is, it and is. it can make you feel good. It can make you feel bad. I mean, every time you get in it, because at the end of the day, like, let's talk about my field, bro. Like, I'm in my car a gang of hours a day to commute, bro. You know what I mean? And if I got to pay a little extra money to feel good in my truck, then fuck oh, it, yeah, dog. Absolutely. So be it. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think I think with the with the low rider, with the low rider game, um, it, it's more of a competition. You know what I'm saying? You You want to pull up in the best car. You want to hit the switches and and you want to hit the highest, you know what I'm saying? And and it's uh, your vape. At, at least in in my in my view, um, there's been guys that've been doing this shit for a really long time. Um, I'm I'm pretty much new in the game. Yeah. But um, I I I was able to um, to connect with some really good people. You know what I'm saying? That that kind of brought me in and. And that's where that's where my club my club comes in, you know what I'm saying. So are you new to this club? We got your plaque I'm right here. I'm, I'm probably I want to say I want to say I'm probably the newest member that joined the club. 
as far as uh, uh, recently, yeah. And tell us about this club right here, bro. All right, so check it out, man. Plata o Plomo is our car club, and it's, it was originated in Long Beach, California by a gentleman by the name of Long Beach Lloyd. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Long Beach Lloyd's a man, you know? So Long Beach Lloyd's the president. Um, our VP is Gibby. What up, Gib? What up, Gib? Um, another gentleman by the name of Mario and another gentleman by the name of Junior, they were the originators of this of this whole thing. They're, they're the ones that had the vision. They're the ones that were together one day and said, you know what, let's start this shit. But but definitely Long Beach Lloyd is the man. Um, is he a black dude or is no a, no no Long, a, Long Beach Lloyd is um he's mixed. Long okay. Beach Lloyd is mixed, and I don't want to say because I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. But I know he has a little Asian in him, and and he has a little white in him, and again, um, he's a solid dude. Let's get Long Beach Lloyd on here. One oh day. shit, Long Beach Lloyd would be good. Yeah. Well, Long Beach Lloyd actually now that we're talking about this, Long Beach Lloyd has his own podcast. What's it's it called? called? It's called Low Riding with Lloyd. Shit, let's get him on even more. Low riding with Lloyd, and and, and <coughs> it's huge. It's, it's it's huge. It's growing. Um, he's had Busy Bone on there. He's had a few, a few. Uh, Mike Miller. Is that Mike Miller? Famous photographer. Yeah. Um, Shit, we've had Dale Brown on here. I mean, he's doing. <laughs> obviously, he's he's really doing his thing. But um, Nick, my buddy Nick, uh, which is our our captain for the for the Los Angeles chapter, was the one that um, kind of kind of brought me in. When I got my car, he said, "Hey, come hang out with us." And 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 honestly, as soon as they got there, and I, I met the guys uh, and girls, um, they were like, they they were open arms, like everybody was cool, and and it was family oriented. Oh, definitely family oriented. Yeah. And and that's and that's where I think that's where um, that's where I I, I said, you know what. This, this I, I want to be part of this. Yeah. So again, Plata Plomo Car Club, much love, Big Lloyd, uh, everybody else over there, the whole camp, the whole team, uh, the the Los Angeles chapter. Um, everybody's awesome. Everybody has fucking beautiful cars, and it's one of the things is it's when we all ride together, it's that feeling that it's like, you know, it's family, but you know, people are heads turning and yeah. I mean, it, it's something. It's a feeling that that, that I, I can't explain. It's it's probably the way a stripper feels. Probably, I, I want to say that that's probably the best uh, analogy. Yeah, 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 that's probably the best. It's the way a stripper feels. Yeah. Like it, it, everybody's looking at me. Everybody's looking at everybody's me. Everybody's looking at me. And, then that and makes, she's on the chrome pole. Yeah, triple chrome. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good, yeah, good yeah. person, yeah. So, would you mind, we're going to end this right now, but would you mind ending it with some phone calls? No, let's do it, man. Let's do some phone calls. Let's take let's a quick break. On, let's see, yeah, let's take a break. I got to take a leak real yeah, quick. Yeah, I got to leak too. And, uh, let's we'll, see who's we'll, on the lines, man. Yeah, we'll be back with Chef Jay-Z for Chizur. some phone calls, baby. Much love, much love. And anybody that wants to uh, throw some donations for the new uh, platform, there's the uh, the cash app right there, baby. I love you guys. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it, dog. Pregnant me and I 
falling at my lowest. Beat hit the streets like a high speed pursuit. I'm wild when I move. Burn up to your head about to tighten up the noose. Bunch of clown faces blowing clouds of the booth. Woof, woof. Hooters at the door, now they trying to run up in. I am not a guppy shark, stash everything. Dope in the pussy like a B of A deposit. Baby girl robotic, she gang bang about it. Hang with the wolves or you gotta pull your weight. Pull the biggest tool, keep one in the chain. This is not a date. Dance with the Mex, get your face in the cake. So we are up to $336 for the new studio, man. Um, we need to raise that up if possible. And if not, you know what? I just return everybody's money to them. You know what I mean? We're trying to upgrade to the studio where we can have uh, people join the studio, come in as a studio audience, and everybody that donates, I will honor that to bring you in, give you guys uh, Hoodstock's gear, and let you be a part of, of the audience during one of the... Uh, 
podcast. How about that? You know what I mean? I love you guys. Uh, there's the Cash App right there. The Venmo is at Lucky Sun Zoo. Um, I appreciate you guys. Let's go. We're going to be bringing the homie back in, in one minute. Here we go. Um, matter of fact, he's back already. Let's get this shit cracking. Here we go. I missed? You didn't miss nothing, dog. Um, shout out to everybody that's putting, uh, everybody that's uh, dropped donations right here. So the the part about dropping a donation on this is I don't get it until like a month later. You know, that's the thing about the donations. And and I've talked about that in the past. Um, when, it, when it comes to like when we've had guests on, previous guests, and we did donations for the guest um, or whatever we were doing, whatever we were funding for, which we've done it several times, right? Um, the, the money doesn't ever come till a month later. And so that's the, that's the problem about donating, uh, uh, directly on here, but let me put the phone number. We're going to, uh, we're going to open up the phone line to ask, uh, chef Jay-Z, maybe get some pointers. If you're an upcoming chef, um, if you are, you know, just want to just speak, uh, talk, ask him some questions, feel free to, and, uh, let's do it like this. This is the right number. Call in, man. Yeah, call in. Let's ask Shit, them. where are my people at? I know we got some people out there tuned in. What up? There we go right there, baby. All right, so it is on right there. Let me see. Let me look at these real quick. Let me look at the... We'll see if there's anything right here. Um. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we are... Uh, we're doing good. We're doing really good. Really, really good. Hey chef, what if you if you could have one favorite spice, what would that spice be? Kosher salt. Damn. Kosher salt because I mean that that goes on everything. Yeah, yeah salt's essential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kosher like, salt, kosher salt. But it has to be kosher salt. Not your regular fucking table salt. Kosher salt, huh? Yeah. You're on Hoodstocks, talk to us. What up, Doc? What up, baby? Who's this? This is Art from Santana, homie. Yeah, what up, baby? Hey, I just want to give a big shout-out to you, to the chef in the house. My man. I got a quick question. I got a question for the, yes, the big chef in the house. What up? Oysters Rockefeller. What would you think would be, like, because I make them on a the barbecue. Okay. What, what, do you, what, what do you use when you make them in the barbecue? Ex explain to me your I, process, and I'll tell I you. All right, all right. I, I, I shuck them myself. Yes, sir. Some Parmesan. Okay. A little bit of mozzarella, just just because I like it. Yeah. Some parsley, a little bit of chili flakes, and some lime. Okay. What would you, you do? You, you put the lime in the end? At the end. Okay. What would you do to make it go over the limit? For my lady. I make it for my lady, homie. You know what? What I would do, I would probably add a little bit of smoked gouda at, at the end. A little bit. Don't right. don't don't overdo it because that smoked gouda it's got a it's got a really really powerful taste. Yeah, strong taste. But yeah. but but I think that with all the ingredients that you named, I think that would be just a little little extra. Oh, uh, yeah, a little extra. Uh. What is gouda, bro? That's it's right. cheese. Oh, it's cheese. Yeah. So, so what That's you could right. do actually, what you could do is take the take the um take the parmesan out and just add the gouda. 
Okay. Yeah, it, it eliminate. Well, I, I mean, I, I, you say you like the Parmesan, but that's fine. But try it with the Gouda and then, you know, make a I'll determined. Try that. I'll try that because. Yeah, yeah. Passion. Your girl's Hell gonna, yeah. your girl's gonna love you for that. Oh boy! Oh boy! Family might be getting bigger. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Much love, man. I appreciate the call. Likewise, likewise. You guys have a buena noche, homie. Absolutely, you too. Gracias. Family might get a little bit bigger. I love yeah, that. Right there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, does it? Does it? I mean, when it comes to aphrodisiacs with food, is that is that shit a real thing, bro? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean. You know, you, you you talk about that, you talk about delicacies, you talk about, you know, if, if you travel the world, um, it's it's way different cuisines everywhere you go. And, and that's just what people are brought up with, and that's just what people, that's what they know. Just like I was talking about my grandma's cooking earlier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's your staples. That's your, you were talking about crickets earlier. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That, that, that's a delicacy in 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 a lot of countries. Shout that's to, huge. That's like eating scallops out here. You know what I'm saying. I was just like this. Shit, I was yeah. fucked up, and I was People like, this shit is shit. delicious. And then I thought about it. Then I thought about it afterwards, and I was just <laughs> these fools were laughing that's at me. Real shit. Because <laughs> she called them something else. That you know, I mean, that I was just wasn't a. a anyways, you're on Hoodstock. Talk to us. Chapulinas, yeah. Chapulinas. You're on Hoodstock. Talk to us. Hey, look, Casey. Fuck you. Oh, I love you too, doggy. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's something we do right here. Hey, dog. Okay. Yeah, the fuck oh, you was love. Yeah. I thought it was a hater coming in. Nah, nah, that's hater love. alert. Oh, no, yeah, no, I mean, oh, it's some real hey, shit. That's that's how you say, hey. That's how. What no. up, big dog? Yeah, okay. no. Hey, right here on Hood Socks on the Goonie Squad. You know that's what you got to say when you. Okay. Fuck yeah. Why? Well, I, I, I didn't get one. I didn't get one. Chef didn't get one. Get chef one. Fuck hey, you, chef. chef. My man. Yeah. Right? I like this guy. I like this guy. That's how I feel, bro. Yeah. I mean, if you ain't telling me fuck you, then you ain't fucking with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how I feel. In, All right. In, in life, yeah. period, bro. All right. You know. And next time I come back, I'll, I'll I'll be put up on game. I already know. Absolutely. So bro. once he says that, I'll be like, "Fuck you too, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, love. It's like. Yeah. Saying fuck, I love you too, big yeah, guy. Yeah, no, that's what it is, bro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's right what on. it is, baby. I like it. I like it. I yeah. like it. What up, bro? What you got to say? Nah, hey, uh, I got a question for the chef. What up, big dog? Hey, dog, fucking, uh, uh, I've been trying to eat healthy and shit lately, you know, so I've been eating. Don't do it. It's overrated. <laughs> is it? Yeah, don't do that hey, shit, hey, man. Hey, not, not, not just because it's, it's not just because it's fucking, uh, uh, you know, New Year's or nothing like that, but, yeah. uh, I be cooking up vegetables and shit, and I be frying them in fucking olive oil and no, all that stuff. No, no, like, no, no! Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you if nah. you if you're talking about eating healthy, steam them. Steam them. Steam them. Yeah, steam them. Put a little. What about what about in a, uh, one of them uh, 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 toaster ovens and shit? Can I toast them and shit? No, you you could do the the you know what's big right now though those uh, fryer the air fryers air fryers. Oh yeah, that's air huge. Okay. Put them in there. Put them in there and just no. just. You know what I mean? Make sure, you know, if, if you really want to eat healthy, do some of that, like that Mrs. Dash. That shit doesn't yeah. have salt, but it still gives you a good flavor. Because yeah, right. any way you fucking put a veggie, I mean, unless you're a vegetarian, I mean, it's not going to taste good. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I like veggies. I like veggies. I like veggies. What kind of veggies you like? Oh, yeah. All veggies. But yeah. like he said, I'll fucking saute them either butter or oh. olive oil and fucking spice them. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, so what you're saying yeah. is you'll make the veggie until it's no longer good for you. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, until it tastes like candy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but if if you do want to take that approach, and, and you know what, there's nothing wrong with that, 
use that air fryer. Steam them. Yeah. Steam them. And yeah. like I say, that Mrs. Dash is no salt. It's very healthy for you. So, yeah. I, Was that like some flavoring or something? Yeah, yeah. It's just a little flavoring. Unless you don't, you know what I mean? Unless you really want to yeah. go healthy, just fuck it. <laughs> eat them raw. Yeah, eat yeah. them raw. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to make. Hey, I'm trying to make my veggies look or taste like steaks and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so add bacon and then <laughs> sprinkle Ooh. it with some bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I was in All a right. yeah. No, I appreciate you calling in, my G. Thank hey, you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, Much love, big dog. All right, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so I had a competition one time, dog, on a on a Thanksgiving uh, uh, cookout. And it was the competition was who's gonna make the best mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving, mm. right? You know what I mean? And so I knew I told the dude, I told the individual that I said, my boy, you done with, you beat. I mean, this was a very competitive individual. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He takes I pride. Have somebody like that. He yeah. takes pride in vacuuming the house. He says nobody can vacuum the way I vacuum. Anyways, this is a long story, and this is a very feminine man that I'm having. I'm in this competition with. You know what I mean? Uh, and there's nothing wrong with vacuuming. Be good at vacuuming. That's cool, bro. You know what I mean, um, but I knew I had him beat because I added bacon to my mashed potatoes, baby. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean, and the way I make my mashed potatoes is is I, is I, okay. So you put the mashed potato, you put the potatoes in a pot, you get them so they can mash. You mash them, and what I put my mashed, I, I put mayonnaise in the mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? And then I put my seasoning, and then I got my bacon. I chopped the bacon up, and I threw them in there, bro. And there was no recipe to this. It was all, like, take a spoon, taste it. All right, that's not it yet. Ba ba ba. woo 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 You know what I mean? And and so I had to hit mashed potatoes. Why? Because he didn't put bacon. So, that I mean, when you put... No. Go ahead. Let, let, let me... Because I've, I've done, I've done uh, mayonnaise yes, before. Yes. And it gives it that... It gives it that creaminess. It gives it that... You know, smoothness, it does. Not too much, but it, it, it was either the bacon or it was the mayonnaise. So, but the, but the mayonnaise will do it because I've done them without bacon, with mayonnaise. And just, like I said, just a little bit, just to give it that. And and I've gotten good compliments. So, let me tell you this too real quick, bro. So, with my girl, my girl is a chef in her own mind. All women are in the kitchen, right? Everybody and, is lucky. And, we're and we're no, all chefs. No, absolutely. You're a and chef. I, no. You're a chef. You're a chef. You're a chef. Everybody. She's an amazing cook. I will not take that from uh. her. She is absolutely amazing cook. And when we, our palate is trained to the person that's in the kitchen, we have our favorites and we know what we want. Right, Make right. this dish because you kill it every time. Uh, yeah, so yeah. We, we have a thing with guacamole. You know what I mean? Okay. Now with guacamole... Uh, I was raised by the women in my family, the Mexican women in my family. When they make guacamole, they use mayonnaise as well, bro, yeah, no. to, to wake, make the guacamole. And now, and so she shitted on it, and she said, "No, I use sour cream," you know. But there's some people that don't use none of that, yeah, and they just use I the don't seasoning. Use yeah, yeah, they use the seasoning. But yeah. but I put mayonnaise in my guacamole, and maybe that's to make more. I don't know why they make it like this. Yeah. But the women in my family, they make it like this. They use mayonnaise, bro. Is that a no no, bro? For for me, it's a no no. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why it's a no no. Yes, because avocado is first of all, it's not a vegetable; it's a fruit. Yes. Okay, and avocado. If it's at its right point, I mean, it's already creamy. Yeah, it's already. And you I mean, don't I have love, to add I love avocados. Yeah, I love avocados. A lot of people they do the the, and I do it too. They do the onions, 
They do tomatoes, they do cilantro, they do lemon to make a traditional guacamole. If you're yeah. going to be eating with chips and shit. Yes, sir. If I'm going to do a dish and I'm going to add, I, I try not to take away from the avocado itself. Because it's already good. It's already creamy. It doesn't need the mayonnaise or the it, sour cream or it, nothing it, like that. It's like, it's like I want to compare it to cooking a piece of filet mignon. Okay. For me, and, and again, this is just me. Yeah. I'm not speaking for every chef. I'm not speaking for every cook at home. But I, I like to respect my ingredients. You know, if you already have a good piece of meat, like a cut, like filet mignon, a beef tenderloin, why fuck it up? I add a little kosher salt, a little fresh cracked pepper, and that's it. Okay. Let 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 the own flavors from the actual ingredient bring the flavors to life, and that that's for me for avocado. I wouldn't add. Absolutely. That, that, that's just me. Not taking yeah. away from. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't create the recipe. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and 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 I'm not saying it's it's perfection, but you, sometimes we put forward what we were oh, taught yeah. as a absolutely, young child. Absolutely, you know I mean? absolutely. So how about this? So I like to, heading out of this podcast, I like to make... What you mean, we're done? No, we ain't done yet. Though. Okay. Okay. So um, when it comes, I, I, I try to say that I have a specialty in making baby back ribs. You know what I mean? And and so let me let me tell you what I do. That, that, let me, I hate to cut you off, but no, that, that's, cut me off. that's not an easy dish to make. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the people think ribs, okay, throw them on the grill, whatever, whatever. But you know, to have a good baby back rib, I mean, you gotta have a, you gotta have a plan. Yeah, you gotta have a plan in mind, or you have to have a fucking super so, recipe. So, so this is my plan, and my plan is based on YouTube. <laughs> okay. No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, Sometimes, yeah. if I don't know something, absolutely, I'll look it up and I'll see what other people know. That's a good and, avenue. Yeah. And, yeah. A, and apply it. Yeah. So what I do is I use apple cider vinegar. Okay. I use um. So what I'll do is I'll marinate the, the baby back ribs in apple cider vinegar, apple juice, and then I'll put my spices on it, and I'll marinate it. Okay. I'll marinate it overnight. And in the morning, I wake up, I get the grill going, I char the the, the ribs butt naked on the grill, yeah. back sear them, and yeah. I sear them. Lock, lock the flavor in. Yeah, I sear them yes, back yes, and sir. forth. Yes, sir. Okay, and then I pull it off, I put it in the foil, and a lot of times I'll put the same ingredients back in there, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll put the same ingredients back in there, wrap them up thoroughly, and I'll put them on there for X amount of time. Um, I'll open them up. I'll put the barbecue sauce. Usually my go-to is Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Even though my boy Preston has been going to Texas lately, and every time he goes to Texas... bringing that shit back. No, I tell him, bro. I said, bro, bring me some barbecue sauce back, dog. Oh, Texas is huge for barbecue. Bro, I don't know what the fuck is up, dog, but every he's brought me several bottles of barbecue sauce back, dog, and they have been absolute fire, dog. Get get him a beer, yeah, please, dog. They've been absolute fire, dog. I don't know what is up with Texas. I mean, does Texas have an upper hand on us when it comes to barbecue? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Texas shit. Texas and Kansas City is fucking barbecue. Barbecue state capitals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how was your barbecue game? Oh, shit. Almost shit. Every game. Every <laughs> is that game disrespect? Is, every game is good. Every game is good, yeah. But 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 I, I I like what you're saying as far as your your, you know the way you approach it and 
Yeah. Shit, I would like to try those. Yeah, no. I've had them. Yeah. They're delicious. Yeah? Yeah. Is yeah. that right? Oh but, they, but, they, but they say... Hey, look, Chef, Chef Luck. I mean, I, I, I was, I, I mean, I, my culinary school was prison, and I started yeah, off with noodle yeah, soup, yeah. stung. Oh, you know yeah, I mean, yeah. and 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 soups and sauces, soups and sauces, and then you went to the full spread. Huh? <laughs> and you started inviting guests. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what is your take on spreads, prison spreads? I uh, mean, I know you had a couple. I, you know what, I, I, I did a few, you know, a few uh, stretches in the county jail. Never went to prison. Yeah, never went to prison, but good for you. Th th those were, I, j I just, uh, you know what? At that time, I was like, "Fuck that! I love my freedom too much, man." Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I got a taste of it, but it shit wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to walk out in the morning in front of my house, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Pick, no, absolutely. Pick, 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 you ain't, well, ain't got to pick up the morning paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so, in other words, what you're saying is, is when it comes to the spreads. No, I mean, the, no, the spreads. I did have a few spreads, and and it's just. Uh, Fuck, they're fucking chefs in there too, man. I mean, these, motherfuck these motherfuckers, I'm telling you, man. You know, you, you save this, you save this, you save this. And not even that, with some nice pruno too. Yeah. A nice pruno, you know, on, on the, on the, on the rocks. A cup, cup of noodle, cup of noodle cup, cup of noodle cup. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then next thing you know, you know, everybody's singing down the fucking tier. But yeah, um, yeah, I experienced them. I mean, I, I honestly, the, the, I, I honestly believe everybody has a chef within them. It could be you cooking at home. It could you, be you cooking at the county jail. It could be you cooking at a big fucking hotel in Las Vegas. But everybody has that chef in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just some some people, they, they do it for a living like myself, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, bro. yeah. And he said, and he said that like the biggest gangster in the world. Oh you know yeah, I mean? you know gangster shit. You know, some people you, you gotta know, they keep it gangsta. Like <laughs> you gotta you know keep it gangsta. <laughs> that just sound like a line in a movie or something. Right, no, he's gonna say some well, people. Shit, hopefully, I mean? hopefully somebody watching this shit, man. I'm ready to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm ready to fucking start filming tomorrow. Yeah, we yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yesterday, right? Let's go. You know, and I, and I, and I. So check it out. From the looks of it. Uh, we're getting a lot of donations to move into the bigger studio, which is three times this size, nice. and it has nice. its own personal bathroom. Good for you, man. Which Good is, for you. Which is down the hallway. But so I would like to do a cooking segment Absolutely. with you, bro. Absolutely. Just a straight cooking segment where we set up, like we can set up like a uh, uh, electric. Uh, I ovens. have them. I have them. Yeah, we can set up all that, all that shit, shit, bro. I have all and, that shit, and we can really like do a cooking show, bro. Right, mm -hmm. Casey. Yeah, uh, there, there's can. there's some rules and regulations as far as the building. You got to make sure if you are cooking, there's got to be a hood exhaust to. But I mean, you guys figure it out. If you guys are down, I'm down. Well, it's, we'll make it happen. You we'll know, make it happen in front of the building. No, we do is we will get a shop vac to suck out there you all go. the <laughs> gangster shit all out. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll be a. <laughs> I mean, oh, we, yeah. we can figure it out, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we did it at the old studio, right? Yeah. I mean, there was no fucking... Well, they had high ceilings. It was high ceilings, yeah. Or, how about this? How about this? And I was talking to I was talking to my club president about it, Long Beach Lloyd. Like I said, he has his, he has his podcast, uh, Low Riding with Lloyd. And I said, why don't we do a Plata Plomo uh, cooking, cooking show? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'll bring the crew to you. So that's my, that might be something we could do. You guys come to my spot... Yeah. You know, I have a full kitchen, and we can make it happen. You can yeah. just come and record. And, yeah, we can do it And like then that. we all eat and drink and smoke and 
Then we do it all over again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, bro. yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yeah. That, that For day, sure. Days like that should be repeated seven days Dessert. out the week, bro. Dessert. So what is what is cooking? I mean, have you been able to travel the world from cooking? I mean, what have you... I've been able to travel the world um, for cooking some, but, you know, I'm a big uh, baseball fanatic. Okay. Speak on that. Um, it's I love baseball. Um, I want to say, like, maybe three years ago, my daughter gave me... Four years ago, my daughter gave me a major league passport. And and if you don't know what a major league passport is, it's it's a it's a leather binder that has all thirty ballparks in it. And once you go visit the ballpark, they stamp it and make it official. You know what I'm saying? And and my goal is to see all thirty ballparks. Wow. You know? So in two years I did twelve. And that's being a little aggressive. We went to Boston, we went to Chicago, and this is, I traveled with my buddy Scott, same guy that I've been talking about. Yeah. You know, so we, we've made it a mission to to go see some of these stadiums together. Um, we went to Atlanta last year um, with my son, my wife, but that's, that's a big thing for me. When I'm not in the kitchen and, and I want to relax, I love baseball. Yeah. And I love to golf. I've seen that. I love to golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I golf with you one time? Bro? Absolutely. Shit. I mean, I've never golfed before, bro. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. You're going to have a good time. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like the, the it's something that we're missing out on when it comes to, like, homies from the hood and shit. You know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, I don't know how many, like, it seems like motherfuckers really have a good time golfing. Like, they're yeah. driving that golf cart all drunk. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 they're just really having a good time. And, and, and again, you don't you don't got to be good. You just got to, the, the whole point is to get out there, camaraderie with your friends. Be with the right people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The trees and drinking beers, you know, smoking cigars. Yeah. It's a real deal, yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, at least for me, that's my, that's my therapy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. I love that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about the Lakers? Are you a Lakers fan? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I haven't been keeping up. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been keeping up. I know they've been struggling. Yeah, they're gonna slump. Uh, right much now. love to to the Lakers, uh, King James. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, absolutely. All LA, all LA. That's Dodgers, Lakers. I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. You know, we just had a tough loss the other day, but yeah. You know what I mean? Bounce back. I mean, every year, did, every year we say that, right? Did the Rams win, bro? They lost. They lost? Oh no way! Get the fuck like out! They won. They won. They won. Yeah. They're trying to. Yeah, they're trying to host that Super Bowl, and they're trying to be in it. Yeah, that'll be. We tight. got Snoop. We got Dre. We got everybody over there. <sighs> oh my God. That's, that's fucking. That lineup right there. So you know, let me, so I wanna I'm gonna end it like this, bro. So when it comes to the, the 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 chef world, the cooking world, I mean, so when it comes to the rap world, with a lot of homies that I have on here, they there's a ceiling to them, bro. I mean, do we do we when it comes to the cooking world, bro? Does the homies have the same uh, obstacle to to face because because of, of the stigma or? So on and so forth. As far as the chef moving up, or as far as the chef I, I moving up, I mean, it seems I don't think like, I'm understanding the. Or like, okay, so there's this quote where it said, "A brown man is called a cook, and a white man's called a chef." 
No. 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 Okay. No. Because if you go into like a lot of the Chinese food restaurants and the big ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go into like a you know, commercial Benihana's or something like that. It's all Mexican chefs in there cooking. Yeah. On the back, either they're prepping or. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, people know that, you know, do they get recognized like they should? Probably not. But you know the real. I mean, and that's you know and, what I'm saying? And, and that is the craziest statement ever, bro. And because it's the realest statement, because it's funny when you can go into a Chinese restaurant, Absolutely. bro, and you they're see they're all Mexicans in the back. They <laughs> you don't. See a bunch they're of all Mexicans. Eh? Yeah. The I mean, only I think the only one is the cashier and the <clears throat> one bring you to the table as you should, right? I mean, so yeah. that so that's very SoCal based, and I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't say I've been to many restaurants in northern of yeah, America. Yeah, no, yeah, it's different. Yeah. So I yeah. Yeah, I mean, going back to your question, I think, um, um, do we get the recognition that we deserve? Probably not. But if if you look at, you know, what's what's moving and what's driving this culinary to the future, it's 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 us. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, so and this is something that crossed my mind real quick, and I want to throw this out here real quick. Uh, let go me ahead. go. Let me go back a little bit because I yeah. have a lot of chef friends. Okay. And some someone might be watching tonight, um, not taking back from 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 a white chef or from a black chef. Absolutely or, not, bro. No, 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 no. I mean, I've I've worked with them all, and I learned from, from them all. From them all, absolutely. yeah. And, and and I appreciate them all. Absolutely, yeah, bro. And yeah. I don't ever. This isn't like. Oh no! Yeah, this yeah. isn't a. a Target practice to shit on another race. Yeah, or something no, like that. no, no, it, no, it's, no. It's, it's just that. it's it's trying to. I tried to like. Combine two different genres Absolutely. together and see if there Absolutely. was the same difficulties. Um, but let me ask you this right now. So uh, the George Foreman Grill, uh, we have <laughs> we have different uh, like when it comes to like just like capitalizing on the cooking world. You know, what I mean, you have the Martha Stewart brand. You know, what I mean, you have just different cooking books. I mean, have you ever thought about capitalizing on maybe like a cooking book or something on the lines oh, of that? Absolutely, a cooking book. Yes. Cooking book, yes. Uh, a George Foreman grill or something like that, no. Because, I mean... It's a different type of market, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but definitely a cooking book, absolutely. I mean, what would, what would be a cooking book? What a, what would a cooking book consist of, of of your recipes? You know what I mean? Like, what would you target? Would it be the the, the Mexican food? Would it? No, you know? no, no. I would do it all. You would I, do it I all. would do it all. I would do it all, but I would give you, I would give you the authentics. And then I'll give you some of the high class shit. So so the book will be split in two. You know? Yeah. You have your basics for your beginners. And then once you graduate, give that fucking gourmet shit. Absolutely. I don't know if you've seen, but Snoop has a Snoop has a, a cooking book. No. Yeah, Snoop. I haven't seen it. Yeah, Snoop. He has a cooking book. It's called um From Crook to Cook. You should check it out. It's nice. I, I actually that was the first time I met Snoop. And and it was just because um, I was I was fascinated that Snoop um, affiliated himself with cooking, and that day I went. Actually, my wife went early that morning because I was at work, waited in line to get a wristband, and that day I met Snoop, and I was able to get his cookbook and have it signed. And and I got a chance to chop it up with Snoop, and 
we're just talking food, and I mean, I, I would love to do a cookbook. After I saw that, I'm thinking, fuck, I could do a cookbook. Yeah. I think you should do a cookbook. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. If, you could, if you could choose your top three cuisines and you can only choose three, what would they be? I would do Mexican for sure, Chinese, and Italian. What kind exactly. of Chinese would and, you do? And, 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 and any order. But what kind? So, what Chinese dish and what uh, Italian dish? Chinese dish, uh, I would go definitely with a like a fried rice, a shrimp and pork fried rice. Um, but again, um, when I say that, it's 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 you know cooking rice first and not not taking any shortcuts. You know what I'm saying? Doing it, doing it. Either you're re- reading the recipe or you've done it before, which I've done it before. And doing it authentic. You know what I'm saying? Not just you're going to make fucking fried rice and that's it, it's done. But I would definitely do like a shrimp pork fried rice. And as far as Italian, uh, chicken parm is one of my favorite. <laughs> a nice chicken parm. Is, I like, hey, we are talking about uh, eating healthy earlier. I do a good uh, eggplant parmesan. And I think that was one of the last pictures I posted on my uh on my Instagram, but a good eggplant parmesan. Pe- people think of eggplant like Ugh. never had it before in my life. What the fuck is that? And I use the Asian eggplant, which is a longer. Uh, Does it look like the emoji or not? It looks longer than the fucking emoji. Damn. Though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah, yeah. It's like but like that, but um. It's, it's, it's bringing that stuff, and, and again, when I cook at home, it's like, you know, letting the kids try it, or, and honestly, like, my son had never had it, because you have to bread it, you have to deep fry it, you have to, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it, it's, you wouldn't know it's eggplant, but it's just, it's being creative like that, it's, it's bringing new shit to the table, it's like, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what I like to do. So could you make like an eggplant like Milanesa? Is that something you that could. we could? Um, yeah, you could. It would, it would just, yeah, you could. It just won't be like a Milanesa. It would just be a smaller, if you use the bigger one. Just, interesting. You, you slice it thin. Yeah. Same breading process, same frying process, and then you add your meat, yeah. Yeah. So what would you choose for the Mexican one? And I have a dumb question mm-hmm. after this. Fucking tacos, eh? That's right. Tacos, <laughs> eh? Because so, be, wait, let, let me let me okay, elaborate okay. on that a yeah. little bit. Tacos, because tacos you could do fucking fish tacos, you could do carnitas tacos, you could do veggie tacos. You could do, you know what I mean? And, and that's I mean, fuck, who doesn't yeah, yeah. like a fucking good taco, man? You know, I know I do. Yeah. So my question is, and I've debated this for my entire life: if I make Italian food in a wok, is it technically Chinese food? <laughs> Fuck, that's, <laughs> that's shit. If you no. want, if you want, we can slap this. No, right now. <laughs> no. Uh, unless you fucking serve it on the plate with chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're good. As long as nobody sees, you're good. Okay. Yeah, no. It's just you're using a different fucking cooking uh, device. You're using, a, you know, what I mean, a different method, but you're you're still going towards your final. Uh, product and what you want to do. No, it doesn't matter. Unless there's still fucking teriyaki sauce in there. It's going to taste, <laughs> taste weird. You know. can, can you explain to us what umami is? 
you mommy. You mommy flavor, right? Isn't that like basically the the pinnacle of every category of like salt, fat, acid, heat? MSG? Is that what you're talking about? In a way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't talk much. So, so yeah. chicken bouillon, right? Yeah. Which is which would basically be considered an MSG. Yeah, is a staple in Mexican cuisine. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And little do we know that that's considered MSG. Yeah. That was. Yeah, yeah. It's not good for you, but it tastes good. <laughs> right. It's. Yeah. Oh no! It's it's huge in the in the Mexican cuisine. Yeah. Top five restaurants. Top five restaurants. Shit, it's a good one. Um, there's a couple awesome. Uh, taco spots. Um, one being Guisados. It's on fire. Yeah, it's on yeah. Uh, Sunset, right next to Dodger Stadium. And they just opened a, a marisco spot right up the street. No. Yeah. All right. We'll get that one next. I think yeah. it's called like Playitas or something. Yeah. But it's it's right up the street. I I got a really really close joint too uh, that we go to all the time, and it's a ceviche place. It's called Colimas. It's a uh, like an oyster. Oh, Senor Colima. It's That's a, the one in, in, it's, in, it's in, it's in La Habra. Yeah, yeah. That one's so fire. Fuck. That was fire. And then they have one in, in Hacienda Heights. Yeah, yeah, they have but one. But the La Habra one's the I best. Never, I never been to the one in Hacienda Heights, but the one in, in La Habra, yeah. they know us because, you know, I owned a house in La Habra and we would go. I mean, we're still there. I moved to Brea, but. Um, they know us already by names. They already know what we fucking want to drink and yeah. everything else. But that yeah, place. that's fire. So where am I at? Two? Yeah, you're at two. Um, Both solid. Okay, so um, Heroes in Fullerton. Okay, right there, downtown uh, Fullerton. Yeah, yeah, Heroes in Fullerton. It's it's uh, big portions. I mean, not gourmet shit, but it's it, there's, they have staple dishes that, you know, you go and just the atmosphere is fucking... Amazing. Throw peanuts on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you throw it helps the floor. It helps the, the 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 wax from the peanuts help cure the floor at that place. Um say no more. Ah, so I'm at three. You're three. Yeah. Oh shit. See, um, hey, hey, these are the spot spots. Like he ain't saying no motherfucking like uh, TGI Fridays. Or nothing, <laughs> no, bro. no, like, no, these are spots. These are honeycomb hideouts that motherfuckers look check for it, and check spend it out. a gang of money. I'm staying in Fullerton, there's also another place in Fullerton. It's called um, it's called Three Saucy Broads. Yeah, yeah, that's the best pizza right there. <laughs> oh, and, and, you could, and you could be sitting at the bootleggers, and they'll bring yeah. it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's Three for pizza bars. for pizza or or I'll go to Venice Beach and or San Diego they have an awesome spot for pizza it's called the uh, um, shit uh, what the fuck is that place called uh, doesn't matter but um, let me give you my last one my last one will be I like to go to King Taco man there you go baby I'm not gonna right. lie man easy baby I'm probably gonna go to King Taco after this yeah. Get some fucking, yeah. I mean, they just, I mean, they're and, just so consistent. Yeah, well, you know what? We grew up on that shit, man. Yeah. Uh, we grew up right there on 30 McBride, the one on... on uh, yeah, right up to 710. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and just, uh, let me go back a little bit. Back in the days, Yeah. Um, fucking cruising. It was a cruising spot. I mean, I'm talking about fucking bumper to bumper. That was just a spot after everybody came after the house parties. Shout out to that fool with a big 357 right there, yeah, too. Yeah, but check it out, man. <laughs> Everybody used to go down there and they used to park like down the block. We used to be at the homies' pad. Just fucking hiding. 
As soon as they parked and shit and walked up, we okay. figured, okay, it'll be an hour and a half before they come back. <laughs> we fucking stealing everything. <laughs> Stereo speakers and and not something that I'm proud of, but. Hey, it's part of the history, baby. You know what I mean? It's part of the sauce. Yeah. I believe in sauce. karma. I believe in karma. So I do too, bro. I, if I do good every day, all that shit will erase at one point. Absolutely, yes, as, it, as it should. Soups and sauces. Soups and sauces. Yes, let's sir. Do, let's, 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 do, let's end it with this. Three top movies and three a top of your hip hop artist. Three top movies: Scarface, Scarface being number one, Goodfellas, and Casino. Oh wait, wait, Happy no. Gilmore. Yeah! <laughs> I love that fucking movie, man. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, Shooter man. McGavin. Yeah. Hey, what Shooter was? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, yeah. what's the movie with Denzel Washington when he's in oh, fucking TJ? Oh, no, no, Training, Training Day too. Training Day is up there with me. What is the movie with Denzel Washington when, he, when he's in Mexico and he's blowing oh, everything yeah, up, yeah. bro? yeah, that, that's with, uh, with, with Pita. Remember, he's the bodyguard. He's the bodyguard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's... And, and then they kidnap the girl and he Ooh. fucking wipes everybody out. I love that oh, flick, boy, too. Gee, for that. Yeah. Hey, did you watch the, the movie Chef with John Leguizamo? I did not. And, 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 and you know what? People told me to, to check it out, and I haven't got a chance to do it. I'm not a big movie guy unless it is a, a Scarface or if it's a documentary. I love documentaries. You know what I'm saying? So Real so, shit, real yeah, shit. No, absolutely. So what's your music of choice? I, I said hip-hop, but what is your music of choice? I love it choice? all. I love it all. And it just, so let's, let's do it like this. Three top artists of all music when it comes to wow. you. Frank Sinatra. Who? Okay. That's interesting. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. OG. And I'm going to do Bob Marley. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, Chef Jay-Z, baby. Bless the platform, Hoodstocks, dog. Check it out. Check it out. Before we go, though, I want to give you something. I want to give you something. I know we brought, everybody brought gifts. Um, this is this is something that, you know, we got it pressed. Yesterday, actually. Anything that comes in a Ziploc bag is fire. <laughs> so this is this is a this is a shirt from our car club. Oh shit! And we just not not anybody has a shirt unless you're from the club. Damn. So um, that's dope. We, we wanted to bless you with this, man. Thank you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Thank and you and so of course, much, um, you know, much love to the two. Plata Plomo. Yeah. You know, Big Lloyd. What up, Big Dog? This shit is Gibbs, awesome, Junior, yeah. Mario. And Everybody, ooh, and I love the material. Those baby. are your colors too. These are my yeah. colors, dog. Yeah, dog. yeah. And it's the and of course, uh, hood rays. Yeah, hood rays too. Baby. Clothing, lifestyle. Yeah. Friend, my lifestyle. nephew Johnny. Yeah, shout to Johnny, uh, dog. Chris, everybody over there, chinny chin chin. Um, much love to those guys because those guys are always supporting too, man. And I honestly believe that you know you can't move forward unless you have, you know, people that are promoting you, people that are on your side. So I appreciate you. Having me on, and I'm sure that you know it's gonna help me grow as a as a as a man and as a you know entrepreneur and everything that I'm doing in in you, my in my line of work. You know, dog, that that and that's coming from a man, dog. You know what I mean? And I and I love that you say that, bro, because uh, this year, dog, I'm bigging up all the homies, bro. Yeah, straight up, dog. I'm bigging yeah. up, I'm bigging up. I ain't fucking around, dog. You know what I mean? Like this is the year. As my boy, uh, uh. Uh, young Beef says this is the year of the Cholo, dog. 
And and you know what? For so long, I tried to stay out of the box. I wasn't trying to, but you know what? This year, I'm staying in the box, my dog. Man, my man. And I'm bigging up the homies, dog. Yes, sir. Straight yes, sir. up. Don't play with it, dog. You yeah. know what I mean? And 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 this has been, I mean, this has been just, this has been a fucking good ass fucking podcast, dog. We almost didn't have it due to other yeah, things. Yeah, we almost yeah. didn't have this shit. Everybody don't know that shit. Everybody yeah. don't know the behind the scenes. But yeah. I had a conversation with Lucky, maybe uh, probably two o'clock p.m. today, and it was like, you know, this might not happen due to you know COVID protocols and all this shit and that. And then he called me back an hour later and said, you know what, let's fucking knock this shit out. And we, and did. we did, yeah, we yeah. Did. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not gonna lie, man, it's my first fucking podcast. I'm honored to be on here with uh with you, Lucky, and um, I you made me feel comfortable, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think we put the story out and. You know, it's a collaboration, bro. And honestly, like, your energy, my energy, like, we caught a wave. Yeah, And we just, bro, we just, we just, we rode that shit all the way into the beach, baby. You know what I mean? And it it felt good. And it was good, dog. And this is, this is just something that we will do throughout the fucking year. Yeah, absolutely. And, And, and having you on, bro, is always a you you officially a part of the Hoodstocks family. Much love. Yeah, and and Much we're gonna love. we're gonna move into the bigger studio, and we're gonna get even without a fucking uh, uh, ventilation fan. We're gonna have you cooking that bitch, even if we get yeah, smoked. The we'll fuck make out. it happen. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we gonna we gonna make we'll it happen. It out. Much love to uh, Hoodstocks, man. Thanks yeah. for having the engineers over here behind the scenes that nobody really sees there. They they're putting on work, and and that's why this show is so successful, man. Much love. Absolutely, dog. Yes, sir. Everybody give it up for Chef Jay-Z. Appreciate you, man. Much love.